What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you. But you know what we got to do first? We got to talk about those things that generate a little revenue for the show. We are brought to you by the Patreon at patreon.com slash Slayer, where you can support this show for as little as $3 a month, less than the cost of a beer for a little bit more, just a touch more. You can get this audio ad-free. You can get the video versions a week early. And I'll appreciate the hell out of you. Join the Patreon today at patreon.com slash Slayer. We are also brought to you by the merch store at awd.net slash merch. Dress yourself up today in some swank, snazzy, and now we drink merch. Got a drink a mofo hat. We got a uh, traumatic text message shirt and new designs coming all the time. If you're listening to this on YouTube, you can just click right on the merch shelf and it's all right there. If not, you can go to anwd.net slash merch and pick yourself up something today. Last, but certainly not least, the easiest way to support this podcast is twofold. One, just tell people about it. Signal boost, share posts, let people know the show exists. Really that painless. Couple seconds out of your day to hit that retweet button, hit that share button. The other, if you're not already subscribed on YouTube, is go to youtube.com slash and now we drink and subscribe. Feed the algorithm. All right. Let's get on with the show. My guest this week is hilarious New York comic Keanu C. Thompson. This episode is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Keanu and I just basically are silly and riffing for the whole two-ish hours. I don't think there is really anything serious said in the course of the whole show. <laughs> Maybe a couple things here and there, but for the most part, just being ridiculous the whole damn time. If you get a chance, make sure to see Keanu live and also check out her podcast, Keanu Cast, which generally, if you're listening to this, is probably going live on YouTube right now for the next 24 hours straight. She just does excessively long live streams. It's crazy. Before you go watch one of her live streams, keep listening to the show. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy, Drinking Buddies. What the hell's going on? Hello, my love. I'm excited to be here. Oh, love, we just met. I know, but I listen. Is this how this goes I, for you? I can see you, feel you, your energy, your aura. I'm just, I'm all about it. All right, big fan of the podcast. I appreciate that. <laughs> One of five people who's actually listened to the show before they yes, came on it. Yes, exactly. We like we we aim to please here at Kiki Enterprises. Uh, we do our research. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's like, is this dude going to ambush me with weird questions? Or is this just going to be socially awkward for two hours? No, not so. Listen, it's something where you drink, it couldn't possibly be socially awkward. I so. promise you, you're wrong. <laughs> I promise you. Not for me. Right. I could, we, we'll, we'll do just fine. I promise we're going to be longtime friends. <laughs> two minutes into being here, he's like, you Italian? Like, just... 
She's like, I, I think I can smell it. I'm like, Joe, she's like, oh, okay, close enough. Same, same sort of deal. Dark hair, big on funerals, right? right. Like as you said, yeah. Big on marrying and burying. That's <laughs> what we do. Marrying and burying. <laughs> we'll we'll call this the the sitting shiva episode. Let's let it go on for six days. <laughs> oh God, I mean that is about the length of one of your normal podcasts. So. Exactly. Oh, the live streams. I don't know how they go on so long. I don't know why people would watch. The longer they watch, my mom and I, we never want, my mom is my sidekick, but uh, we never want a good time to end. So if anybody just sits there, even if they're, we can't stop ourselves. It's unbelievable. It's so bizarre, but I digress, you know. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's one of those things where like people can pop in at the beginning, go get lunch, come back. Yeah. Still going. It's three o'clock in the morning. They're like, are these bitches still fucking talking to each other? Now they're wasted. There's someone's playing the harmonica. Someone's crying. <laughs> you know, you never know what happens on Keanu cast. But uh, I'm just hoping there's no harmonica tonight. I'm just, I don't want to. No, I don't. I, that would be my mother. When you have Mickey on, you can, sh- she'll break out the harmonica. It'll be fine. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Looking forward to the post work on. Balancing those levels on. Oh my God. <laughs> I know you are. She does a mean rendition of Oh Susanna on there. It's. <laughs> no, it, it, she, you know, can't play the ballad of the piano man. I'm out. <laughs> no, she can't. But, oh. well, cheers, by the way. Cheers. Thank yeah, you for like, having me. I do this properly and shit. Like, <laughs> again, the rules of my own fucking show. <laughs> we, we got you the claw. Oh, the claw. Claw is the law. It's the, it's a way of life for me. I know. Why? I love it. Oh, my God. It's just the perfect beverage. It's iconic. The packaging is beautiful. You can drink it all day and never be hammered. It gives you a little pep. It gives you a little, like, happiness. It's beautiful. I mean, I can't go on. it. And the other seltzers are fine. If, the, if a bar has nothing else, the other seltzers are fine. Truly okay. High noon. I even Bojangles, I'm from South Carolina. I was in a corner store in uh, South Carolina recently. I saw Bojangles has a goddamn hard seltzer. I'll drink that. I'll drink the fuck out of that. A sweet tea hard seltzer. I've never seen anywhere else. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? All of them are fine, but there's nothing more iconic than a white claw. I just, I adore them. Does Bojangles sell it at Bojangles? No. That's bullshit. It's at the gas station. Bullshit. Yeah, right. Why do I got to make two fucking stops? Exactly. That would be good of them to sell it at Bojangles. Like, but for some reason, it's in the, like, 7-Eleven in South Carolina. I'm like, what are we doing here? Not everyone has to do everything. (laughs) Well, you have a restaurant. Please let me buy fucking greasy fried chicken and alcohol at the same time. Exactly. And you know what? Maybe you would have to fact check me on that because I didn't make a pilgrimage to Bojangles while la- the last time I was in town. So, but I can't imagine that they have a liquor license to sell their hard seltzers at the actual Bojangles. But no, no way they sell it at Bojangles. I'm looking, I'm looking. They have... All of the quick, the quick Google comes back with that they're selling their fucking sweet tea. So you're not lying about that. Not that I oh. thought you were. Oh, but the sweet tea seltzer, they're not selling it at their establishments. No, because they're technically 
partnered with Appalachian Mountain Brewing to actually make it. So it's not like they're making it themselves. They basically are like, it's a brand deal. It's a brand deal, right. You can have our like likeness and sell it at the 7 Oh, Jingles is a fucking influencer now? They're selling their yeah. fucking likeness? Everyone's oh, an influencer. Oh, my gosh. Someone called me an influencer the other day. I'm like, what the fuck am I influencing people to do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Drink. Drink, make yeah. bad choices. Absolutely. <laughs> Jindon to that. Make bad choices. Right. Wonderful. <laughs> but not everyone needs to be a fucking influencer. Mm-mm. What happened to just being a fucking entertainer? Yeah. Or just a human being. I don't oh, know. That's gross. No. Yeah. It's LA. You got to yeah. go. Right. You just want to be a human? You, yeah, you're not I, allowed here. I'll show myself out. Back to New York. Exactly. <laughs> where real people live. No, no. Yeah, the real people. God, too real. It's all too real. <laughs> Did they check you for your script when you got off the plane? I was like hoping I'm like oh my god, what, what, are, are, is somebody going to be like oh my gosh I will put you in a movie or like like those palm trees you look just like a a girl a gal I used to know want to come and sit on the couch I I got a, a perfect part for you none of that happened we're staying by the airport and um, it, we've been here 24 hours so I I, I await uh, the time that someone costs me and offers me um, glitz and glamour so. This is not glitz and glamour enough for you? This is very glamorous. I, You're in the heart of Hollywood. It's extremely aesthetically pleasing. There's booze. There's iconic art on the wall. We're, we're perfectly happy. <laughs> that doesn't take much to impress New Yorkers when it comes to apartments. No, yes. I love my apartment in New York, but I lucked into it. Um, but this is uh, absolutely beautiful. It's stunning. It's like an acre. Do you have a backyard? I mean, where, it's like a castle comparatively. <laughs> And this is why I don't want to live in New York. Where do you keep your servants? I plead the fifth. <laughs> See, that's a big, and everything's all new appliances and fucking, uh, you have space for your studio and you have space for, I noticed, literal, I, are they DVDs or Blu-rays? Both. Okay. Those are all on, you know, my iPad uh, in a box. I don't know if you heard of it. No, I, I, I have no space in my apartment for a wall of nostalgic Blu-rays slash DVDs. Unbelievable. It's like, do you have a bookshelf too where all of the books uh, are on a shelf as opposed to a Kindle? Because oh, I don't know how to read. No, oh, okay. Makes sense. You can just uh, code with your laptop and no reading. <laughs> oh, I can't code. Now, someone Edit. do that for me. <laughs> I just voice command and the, the box does what I need to do. Code. Love it. Code. What's that? <laughs> Oh, you are giving me way too much credit here. <laughs> you know, the servants set up all the mics and cameras. Why do you think it took 20 minutes to get my angle? Where's the servants? Oh, my God. The staff takes care of that shit. Oh, yes, the help. <laughs> I know, where's your bell? You're like, hello. Yes. <laughs> if it wouldn't be obnoxious aud audibly, I would have one. Just Yes. <laughs> Some poor bastard with headphones is like, what the fuck? that i know yeah ow <laughs> i love yeah you have a room for just stuff too that's technically the office okay okay so you you have an office in here i live in a studio it's a beautiful studio very high ceilings on the upper east side but uh i don't have an office <laughs> well uh, i've made you speechless i'm so I know, sorry I'm like, i have to defend my lifestyle <laughs> In a good way. I'm complimenting you. I want to move to L.A. <laughs> it's, it's off brand for me to be like, oh, you got nice things. <laughs> like the only things I'm supposed to care about in life is red meat and liquor. 
<laughs> and travel, but and travel. Are you afraid? You're not afraid of travel. Oh no, no, I'm the polar opposite of travel. On travel, I'd go everywhere. I know, I would go anywhere. I'm like, you know, Where you been? I will go literally anywhere. I I do a lot of uh, road gigs. I have I I'm from South Carolina, so I can't pick out. Uh, Scranton on a map. Pennsylvania is very confusing to me, but I'm like, gig in Scranton and there's a hotel. I love Scranton. Take me there. That sounds wonderful. Except for their fucking ABC stores. What is, uh, like, what's the, ABC? The, their liquor stores are run by the state. Oh. See, this is the kind of drunk I am. I know the liquor laws in other states. I I love that about you, but uh, we'll see if it's worrisome by the end of this. If, if you- <laughs> like, how much whiskey is going to be left by the end of this? I'm not sure. I'm not altogether sure. <laughs> why are they? Why would they be run by the state? They are. They actually are in North Carolina as well. I had no idea. The blue laws were lifted uh, in South Carolina. See, I know that. Uh, when I think I was in high school. So you can buy alcohol on Sundays now, I believe. But before that, it was like a mad dash. Uh, you know, Saturday night. Got to get our got to get our liquor in. So. Because tomorrow's the Lord's Day, you know. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, the body of Christ is non-alcoholic, so. Absolutely, you know, the blood, yeah. The blood of Christ is Jewish, not. Yeah. <laughs> those are the crackers. The crackers don't have alcohol. Yes, no. And we were, I went to Catholic school, so they actually believe that that, uh, that piece of bread is the actual body and blood of Christ, which is. They make someone watch it. Do you know that about Catholicism? I digress. But uh, they make someone 24 hours a day watch a piece of bread. Someone always has to be with Jesus because it's in there. Now, the question is, what cut of Jesus is it? Is it like a ribeye or? Dang. I know, right. Of Hager <laughs> steak? A skirt steak. Who knows? Right. What? How is it cooked? Is it, you know. Father, I'd love the ribeye. <laughs> Could you ask a communion? Exactly. No, you you're supposed to sit there and watch it. Religion is odd, but uh, that's some McDonald's shit. You just get what you fucking. Like. You can't identify the meat. No, I want to know what I'm eating in the body of Christ. Exactly. It's the like the you know the the Yahweh McRib something like that, like a, 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 a like a McDonald's order, something along those lines. Maybe I would go sit there if it were. I love McDonald's. If it were, I had to watch a chicken nugget all day. Literally twenty four hours. I would do that if the if God were in a chicken nugget. I suppose. Didn't they find Jesus in a McNugget at one point? I find Jesus every time I eat a <laughs> chicken McNugget. <laughs> That's kind of sad. A little, just a little. Just a little. <laughs> I, I love McDonald's. It's also iconic, like the White Claw. Great. The the golden arches, chicken nuggets, the French fries. Oh. John who likes mass-produced America. I get it. I'm a consumer. What can I say? <laughs> You're like, this went 50,000 places and it's been five minutes. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show. You told me you've consumed this content before. I love it. <laughs> this is literally just how we just carried on the conversation that was on the balcony to the microphone is literally what just happened. It's, well, it's like I said, we're friends. I'm a big fan. We're very comfortable <laughs> with each other already. See? <laughs> yeah, I'm already... Comfortable enough to insult your dietary choices? Absolutely. Please insult them. They're terrible. I, I, 7-Eleven, great restaurant. Love it. Uh, In Japan, it legitimately is. What's that? In Japan, it legitimately is. Is it? You can sit down in a 7-Eleven? No, but you can get real food. 
Oh, have you been to Japan? See, that's a place I haven't been, speaking of travel. But. I have, and my audience will roll their eyes if I start. Oh, because you love it. Yeah, I fucking, yeah. Oh. That's bad. Are you like a big anime fan no. and all that stuff? Oh. No, it's just a hard-working, hard-drinking culture, and I identify. I love that, yeah. It's like, oh, I passed out drunk in a major train station one night. They're like, everyone does that here. Yeah, they do. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Legitimately, there is a fucking... Coffee table book of photography of passed out businessmen around Tokyo. It's amazing. A street artist made a couple of years back. Like, I need to go. Yeah. They'd pass out drunk wherever you want. It's cool. It's fine. Yes, please. Get some rest. And, and when you, uh, you know, wake up, get on with your day. It's fine. Could you imagine passing out drunk? What would happen to you if you did that at like Penn Station? <laughs> you either, I don't know, a uh, cop. Will come get you uh, and wake you up and arrest you, or someone will take a piss on you, or you might somebody might roll you into the third rail, and I mean, there's a plenty of things that could happen. To None you. of them good. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing good. Not you won't get like a good slumber. Yeah, I passed out in a planter at like one of the busiest stations in Tokyo and came in and out of consciousness for a couple hours and was fine. Oh, you're fine. You're like, this is light. I'm living my life. I love Tokyo. Is it Tokyo, you said? Mm -hmm. No, that's a, I've never been, I've never been there. Um, No, I've not been to any Asian country. Actually. Have you been out of the States at all? Oh, yeah. I, I like, uh, I love, I love Spain. I love Barcelona. I've been to Italy and France and um, I love um, Cabarete in the Dominican Republic. Me and my mom go there like uh, as many times a year as we can. Um, uh, Virgin Islands. I love it there. I love any beach moment. I love any body of water with a white claw and sunshine. <laughs> so I'm a big, and I like Europe good and well. Uh, Switzerland, fine, a little cold for me, but cute to see. Yes. What did you do before white claw? Uh, well, I was a big gin and tonic gal, which, and I'll still drink a gin and tonic if I'm feeling sassy, but, um, and I like a shot of tequila if I'm feeling real sassy, which you have all the tequila brought out. I'm sure I'll take one here and there. But White Claw, it's just, it's iconic and life-changing. I don't know. And owned by Mike's Hard Lemonade. I know. Like, and he, it, what I love about that is because it's like, he didn't need the money. Mike's Hard Lemonade, he was a b -b 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 billionaire from that. He did something. It's like he could sense that I needed something like this. And he... Made probably another billion dollars from White Claw, and he changed the face of, a, of of the world. He changed drinking for the masses because out of the kindness of his heart. <laughs> yeah, greed had nothing to do with it. He just needed another billion dollars, I right. feel. <laughs> He's like, I don't need to Scrooge McDuckett anymore, but, you know, why I'm the fuck not? I'm giving him credit because I love it. Mike's Hard Lemonade, I used to drink that here and. Uh, from time to time in uh, high school um, and college, but uh, White Claw, he really, he really hit the nail on the head. He's like the billionaire of underage drinking. Absolutely, yes. He, it's like remember Four Locos when they were when they had the caffeine in them. That was I reminisce on those days. They're just not the same, but uh, that like changed lives. Now they're absolutely not the same. Then someone created this. It's just something you can drink all day long if you want to, and you're not an alcoholic. And it's beautiful. Well, as we were discussing earlier, per Dr. Drew, unless it's disrupting your life, you're not an alcoholic. You're Absolutely. It's, it's improving my life. 
<laughs> See, I wish I had known you were going to meet Dr. Drew before this. I would have been like, could you thank Dr. Drew for me for, you know, reaffirming my life choices? I should have. Yeah, no, I met Dr. Drew today and I went, my God, you're so tall and handsome. Jesus. Uh, but that is a good point. If it's not disrupting your life, it's not an addiction. This is improving my life. It's lubricating my life. It's making life better. So I got to think, I should, you know what? The fact that I don't know the man's name that created White Claw and Mike's Heart is sort of um, silly. Good thing we have the wealth of human knowledge right in front of us. Oh my gosh. All at our fingertips. It's wild. (laughs) Oh, well, apparently I thought I wanted to know who created Bojangles because that's what popped up up first. Mr. Bojangle, of course. Jack Folk. Jack Folk is his name? Mm Mm-hmm. For Bojangles or White Claw? Bojangles. I didn't finish that. Oh, okay. I wonder why he called it Bojangles. <laughs> I don't know. It's the South. I feel like it might be some little racist. Yeah, I know. It's almost kind of dicey there. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, the first time I was in the Carolinas, I saw Bojangles. I'm like, hmm. Do you know, but one of my first field trips, it, I was in, uh, um, I was in, I think it was in kindergarten. They took us to a Lee's fried chicken for our, for our field trip. We, made our own fried chicken. I thought, is this the, this seems odd, (laughs) but all right, we're down with it. It's fine. I'm a consumer. I love fast food. They're just like, we know what we want you to be doing later in life. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what are we learning from this? I love it, but uh, okay, here we go. Wonderful. Then the Lee's fried chicken is still there. So it's fine. (laughs) Do you make fried chicken to this day? No, I have no idea how to do that. But all I do is drink White Claw and eat Skittles and McDonald's. So basically. Picture of health. Yes, picture of health. I'm also not a doctor, so don't take my word for it. Well, I'll text Dr. Drew about it and see. Oh, you got the digits. No, I did not get his digits. Why not? (laughs) Can I have your number, Dr. Drew? No. What's he going to say? No. What's the worst he's going to say? No. That would be wildly inappropriate. But he's a for very who? nice man. For who? For him if he gave him to you. I don't Why would I? I wouldn't ask him for his number. I, I, followed, him on, I followed him on social media. So, Dr. Well. Drew, we are fellow podcasters. I would like to network with you. Can I have your number, please? Yes. Also, am I dying? And uh, is my uh, addiction to White Claw actually an addiction? And he would probably say, no, Keanu. And I love you and I respect you and I wish the best for you. <laughs> and you passed on all this by just having some anxiety about asking the man for his phone number. That's wildly inappropriate. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, he's got a wife and I have a, you know, a serious relationship. You know what I mean? Like, I, that would seem a little untoward, I would think. What are you yeah. saying? You can't have a platonic relationship with Dr. Drew? He's I a doctor. Had, I when, when I say I met, I spoke to him for like literally five minutes. It wasn't like this sort of... We went out to a cafe and talked about, you know, braided each other's hair and uh, that's a talked about life. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he gets to that one day. Dr. Drew just braiding your hair, telling you that you're not an addict. Dr. Drew, will you please be my best friend? I'm calling out to you. <laughs> no, Keanu. The amount of white claws you drink a day is A-OK. Absolutely. I cannot pantomime a French braid to save my life, apparently. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was good. It worked. <laughs> For the audio audience, she's right. For the video audience, you know what's actually up. It was good. <laughs> and uh, the creator of White Claw, by the way, is Anthony Von Maldi. Anthony Von Maldi. Well, cheers to you, Anthony Von Maldi. And uh, you've done a lot for uh, 
for the world, honestly. And uh, enjoy your next billion because uh, it's coming. This business generated four billion in twenty two. See, see what I mean? And that's and two billion of that is from me solely. <laughs> well, you were really killing it in comedy. Yes, maybe that's an addiction. If you spend two billion dollars on White Claw. I'm in debt out my ears. <laughs> so you got to move to California to get the five cents back on the recycling. Because at least oh. at that point, you don't be able to afford rent. It's true. I think that uh, even when you recycle with the cockamamie recycling systems and buildings in New York, I think they just throw it in the trash anyway. Oh, I'm sure they do here too. Or our homeless actually do go around and collect cans out of the garbage. I see that too, right. Because they get five cents back a can. Yeah, I see a lot of people like people with like – giant things of cans on their backs and i'm like oh why do they do that it's like oh they get money good good on them they could make a make a week's pay from the amount of white claw cans alone that they pick out of my trash it's like almost if like if you lived in la there's homeless fighting over camping out in front of your building just to get your white claw cans oh that would be that would be a sight they're oh just fighting like no this is my spot she has a lot of cans <laughs> he hates these cans fucking <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I legitimately, when homeless people in LA ask me for money, hand them empties out of my car. Really? Yeah. I never thought of that, but that might be a good way. Because I always like, I'll just get yeah, somebody asks me, I'm like, just don't tell me a story. You can have whatever's in my wallet. If I have cash on me, just take it. Now I'm going to be like, how about 45 empty cans of White Claw just for you? There, there you go. go. <laughs> Hold on. And be like, 46. And, ah, uh, and yes. One, just take that one to the bank. Perfect. <laughs> See, you could be a fucking economy for the homeless here. I know, exactly. Yeah. It's a good, yeah, we came up with like a thousand businesses just now. We thanked, we thanked the, remind me of his name. I need to write it down. The founder of White Claw? Or yeah. Anthony Von Maldi. Anthony Von Maldi. A-V-M. That's how I remember it. It's a mnemonic device. AVM. <laughs> Anthony Von Maldi. Uh, the picture of him looks you. pretty smug, too. Yeah, well, he already was a billionaire. He was just bored and created another billion-dollar company. <laughs> <laughs> do you never drink White Claw? I do. Oh, don't know. Oh. If you happen to leave any of those behind, they'll get drank. Don't worry. Wonderful. I'm not going to let them collect dust till you come back in five years. Yeah, okay. I don't think I'm going to sit here and drink 12, but I I could I could drink 12 and probably drive a car. I would be fine. They're just It would just make me feel happy. I think I have drank 12, driven a car, and gotten pulled over. I hate admitting that, but it's true. Did you get out of the ticket? <laughs> there, she didn't know I was drunk. Uh, I went, all right, I'm going to jail. Um... I saw the flashing lights. I was like, I'm going to jail. All right. This is it. Going to jail. I was driving back to my mom's house in South Carolina uh, from a friend's house. I had, over the course of maybe six hours, 12 white claws. So I was a little in the cups. I was like, oh, it'll be fine. And I was, I didn't know how to turn the lights on in the car. So I didn't have fucking headlights on. And I didn't notice because I had, I was a little in the cups. And Part of the way home, it's fine. Yeah, and I and I didn't drive poorly or anything. I was, you know, I was like about to turn into my mom's neighborhood. And I'm, I see flashing lights. I'm, I'm going to jail. All right, oh, she, I'm driving bad. This lady's gonna think I'm drunk. It was a female cop, and she goes, she walks into the car. Um, she's like, "Do you know you're a?" 
She's like, where are you headed? And I put on my Southern accent because it's it, it makes people in the South feel more comfortable. It's like, um, you know, my mama just lives right in this neighborhood. Um, I was just heading into her house. And then uh, she's like, your mama lives in... And I was like, yeah. Like, your headlights are off. I was like, oh my God, you know what? This is my daddy's car. I just could not... I didn't realize they were off because I just never... I, I never really drive this car too much. And then she goes... All right, give me a second. She goes back. I'm like, am I going to get the fuck away with this? I had, I drank 12 White Claws. And then she walks up. She's like, I'm just going to give you a warning. Um, I was like, thank you so much. And uh, would you, I'm going to try and do the lights. Could you just go in the front car? Tell me if they're on. She did. And I drove home. I walked into my mom's house. I'm like, you have no idea what just happened to me. I am absolutely wasted. And this woman just let me go. <laughs> Not even a not even a fine for having my lights off. Nothing. <laughs> my Yankee ass would be in prison right now. <laughs> it wasn't even a man I had to charm. It was just a nice little southern lady cop. <laughs> Were you a little more worried when you saw a woman come up? You're like, if this was a dude, I could talk my way out of it. I thought well, no, I had resigned myself, like I'm going to jail. <laughs> I shouldn't have driven like this. In my family, though, it was always like, whoever has the least to, dro- least to drive, least to lose, uh, drives home if we're drunk. And I'm a great drunk driver. I don't do it anymore because I don't really drive anymore. But uh, whoever has the least to lose drives home. And it's always me. So You're a comedian, of course. Yes, I've gotten great at driving drunk. It's like, what are they going to do? Not book you at the stand because you got a DUI? I don't know. Exactly. So I've never had one of those. Knock on wood. And uh, we don't have to, we, we don't drive there in New York. So I know. We could, there's no crime for walking drunk. Oh, public intox is definitely a thing. Yes, but I have my wits about me normally. So yeah, I wouldn't want to be, I mean, I have been blackout drunk in New York. I was about, I wouldn't, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> definitely been blackout drunk in New York. Oh, yeah. Haven't we all? Life is about experiences and so. partially remembering them. <laughs> yeah, or, or forgetting them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely, oh, sketchy bodega food. That looks amazing. Exactly. Let me buy 50 BLTs to take home, <laughs> put them in a sack, and then pass out on the street. That's the New York experience. <laughs> oh, my fat ass brought them all back to my buddy's apartment. <laughs> I got, there were no, no, no one left behind. I was like the goddamn Marines. <laughs> no one left behind. I oh, love man. it. <laughs> The next day, it was like hung over and like, what the fuck was I thinking last night? Yeah. I woke up in a pile of fucking who knows what. There's McDonald's everywhere. There's ketchup on the pillow. Is it ketchup? Is it blood? We have no idea. But Open for blood. Yeah. Honestly. We made it home safe. It's fine. Fries everywhere. Skittles. The window's open. The door's open. Someone's shouting. I don't know. I mean, that's just typical New York, right? Yeah. Exactly. Like, if someone wasn't shouting, I'd be like, the fucking rapture happened while I was asleep? What's wrong? Yes. Why isn't there any... <laughs> we... We technical difficulties. No, we didn't. They were... Patreon content of us just poorly staring at each other with the camera's audio for a minute as I freak out about the fucking SD card being full. Yes. We didn't cry. We kept our cool. We were just fine. <laughs> Thank you for lying to my audience for me. <laughs> it was emotional. I know, I just think it was, it was really hard out there, but we, we made it through. We're bonded. It's fine. <laughs> We're trauma bonded now? Oh. We're trauma bonded. Yay. It's so traumatizing. 
for for people on our line of work, legitimately it is. Honestly, it's like, go oh, fuck me. Jesus Christ, please. <laughs> Don't let me lose what I just fucking had here. Great. <laughs> like, oh, beautiful, beautiful. I, I, I love the new device because it's like, oh, the time code stayed. So I know exactly how long the show is going. Love it. Thank God. Right? Don't want to be here a second longer than you have to be. <laughs> I'm in, I'm having a blast. <laughs> I'm elated. <laughs> yes, she's fine, folks. Don't 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 be looking for telltale signs of like winking like I'm fine. Help me. <laughs> I flew thousands of miles for this. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Why? No, we're perfectly fine. You ply people with alcohol. Right? What could be better? That's why there's alcohol. Just exactly. Get people to tolerate being in a room with me for this many hours. You are so self-deprecating. Uh-huh. Yeah. Me too. I understand. Yeah. They never they never think what well, people want to hang out with me. I, I agree. I get it. But I don't think that of you. I don't. <laughs> Telling you it's an irrational fear. But uh, you know. Oh no, no, I was saying I don't want to hang out with you. Oh, cool. I, I know. I'll oh, no, we got time. We got, so we yeah. Let me go through your labyrinth of an apartment. Is this a mansion? Will the will the maid help me out, please? I misplaced my bell, otherwise she would. This is going this is going so well. <laughs> if you keep saying it enough, it may be true. I, I'm manifesting it. Isn't that what you people do in L.A.? Manifest things and drink green juice and... Yeah. 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 Full of green juice right now. I know. Are we going to go for a hike after this? <laughs> totally. We're going to break into Runyon. <laughs> Maybe dodge some rattlesnakes. Exactly. It sounds sounds enticing. Wonderful. <laughs> when I first moved to town, I did hike a couple times. And then I'm like, why am I doing this? I just think hiking is walking. Oh, it is. No, no. Especially yeah. LA hikes are just walking. Right. So New Yorkers, like, we we hike all the time, if that's the case. Just, branding. It's all branding. We just, well, yeah, exactly. It just makes it sound better, right? I, but I, not that I wouldn't like to walk up a mountain, but if it was just a trail, we're just walking around. We're just going for a leisurely walk. <laughs> sometimes. Right. Sometimes you're just going to the top of a mountain to take selfies to Instagram and then walking down it. Right. Don't you remember the phenomenon where people were like taking selfies on like cliffs or paying Pokemon Go on cliffs and then they were like falling off of the mountain? Makes me happy. That was wild, yeah. I just hope they didn't breed. <laughs> like, if you were dumb enough to walk off a mountain while staring at your cell phone, we don't need you. Yes, you know what? That That is what they, I suppose, would call natural selection. Right? I, yeah, you know what? It's all right. The line needed to stop there, I suppose. But uh, sorry to the families um, who uh, lost people. They were probably a burden. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Like, what happened? Her selfie stick caught uh, a gust of wind and she toppled all over a cliff. Can you imagine that if they didn't have an unlimited data plan, how much it would help the family that they fell off the fucking mountain? <laughs> like our bill went down like a hundred a month. Uh, great. Wonderful. Good thing. <laughs> you have to be careful. You have to be careful with, uh, you know, if you're, if you're on a hike, why don't you put your phone down for a moment? It's all right. Not everything is Instagrammable. It's a good moment. Take it. Take your moment and then enjoy your hike, right? Maybe not at the precipice of a canyon. <laughs> yeah, maybe enjoy, like, being in with the live person you went there with. Exactly. Oh, you're here? <laughs> They're like, what? 
I was staring at my phone too. Not that I don't stare at my phone. But oh no, I'm a horrible addict. It's awful. It's literally one of the things I love the most about podcasting. It's like, oh yeah, I actually get to be present with someone for a little while. Yeah. You know what? To bring up Dr. Drew again, what he what did he say? What did you say he said? If it's a if it's affecting your life. It's only an addiction if it's affecting your life. I would say affecting your life by staring at your phone and walking off of a cliff, that, that's ending your life. That's the ultimate addiction. So we haven't done that yet. Right. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, exactly. We're the, we're the best of friends. <laughs> and gravity hasn't killed us. Not yet. <laughs> I mean, this is your first trip to LA. You can still go hike and fall off a mountain. It's true. I won't. But... You sure? How do you know? They're dangerous. Yeah, no, I would we're busy on this trip and I don't think we're going to fit in any hiking, but uh, if we did, I would be sure to like, you know, keep my eyes on the trail and try and enjoy the, the, the sunshine and not uh, be staring at my phone. I stare at it, but towards the, towards a safe area, you know, but you still have to worry about rattlesnakes at that point. Are there really rattlesnakes? (sighs) There's really rattlesnakes and coyotes and all sorts of like, Fucking animals in the middle of this goddamn city. That is so weird. Yeah, it, there's nothing weirder than like being in Beverly Hills in the middle of the fucking night and just watching coyotes roll down the street. They're like, what up, y'all? <laughs> like, hey. These coyotes have a better tax bracket than I am. Fuck. I like, wait, you're living here in Beverly Hills? It's wonderful. <laughs> Hello, coyotes. No, well, South Carolina has some fun. Well, you're from uh, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. So you say Chicago, Chicago like a Chicagoan. Says it up yes. there, yes. Uh, because people go like my uh, Nana always said, people people from Chicago don't say Chicago like people say they do. I'm like, all right, well, and you said it like she said it. So I digress. <laughs> you uh, no, not a lot of animals in Chicago, South Carolina. I mean, yeah, we walk around with the, a friggin' copperhead is like a the most poisonous steak ever, and they'll like. You'd be like, I'm going to go play. I'm going to go play in the leaves. And then you could be uh, bitten by one and then you have to be airlifted out. So I, I don't know. It's, or I've seen, seen a lot of weird animals in South Carolina. Besides the people. <laughs> exactly. Right. I, I've spent some time in Columbia, South Carolina. So. Uh, in Columbia? Mm-hmm. Right in the middle. That's the capital. My brother went to USC. Go Cox. <laughs> right. He is gay. So it worked out. But, uh. Uh, Did school turned him gay? No, he was born that way, but uh, uh, and he didn't. But I, I'm sure you know he should have bought a T-shirt. The, all the chicks in that in that town that go to that school, they walk around like I love Cox T-shirts, which is very untoward. But uh, you know, especially for a southern lady, very southern lady. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> How dare you! I, I do. Why were you? Wait, wait. Why were you in Colombia? Even I had a gig for a number of years where I traveled full time. I've been fucking everywhere. Oh yeah, you've been everywhere. Yeah, I was stationed in Charlotte for that gig, and then we had places in Columbia, Greenville, South Carolina, Greensboro, North Carolina, Raleigh. Oh, so yeah, you're well versed in South Carolina. Okay, yeah. I grew up in. I lived in Charlotte for a minute with my dad. Um, uh. That's a nice city. It's like a little bait. It's the Queen City. I had some fun there. It's fine. Uh, Rock Hill, where I grew up, it's a teeny tiny town 20 minutes south of Charlotte. 
in North Carolina. So that's that's interesting. And I went to college at Charleston, which is Charleston's the funnest place ever. My God, talk about drunks. I was only there. We had a branch there. And I was only there for a very limited amount of time. Had some good seafood. Yes. When when what year would that be? 2012, 2013. Okay. No, I was there at that time. That is the drunkest, craziest, partiest, insane city I've ever been in. And I live in New York. And you've been to New Orleans? I have not been to New Orleans, but this is a common misconception. The, it's, it's, it's all, it's too much. It's almost too much fun to live in. I guess you would have had to live there. But and again, I guess I haven't been to New Orleans, but. New Orleans is just ridiculous. It's a ridiculous place. You can walk around with the booze and then the, the boobs and then the beads and then. Not even the boobs and the beads. It's the more the, oh, every bar has just a to-go window. Yeah. Which worked out well with, during the, the pandemic, right? right? They're like, oh, yeah, we already had that. Right? We're, <laughs> we're ahead of the curve on something. Yeah, we're like, wow. We're like, oh, we don't need to change a thing. <laughs> well, and it's shit like during happy hour. It's like, oh, three for one drinks. Yeah, like we just basically want you to be shit-faced. Charleston's the exact same way. It, there's And the, it's more the people that live there. You're, you're, you're in the cups, as they say, from morning till night. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I know why, in theory, New Orleans is like that. Why is Charleston like that? I have no idea. It's beautiful. It's too much fun. Everyone's gorgeous there. The weather's good. Uh, and, but they have four seasons. Um, it's like a food mecca. Uh, the, the It was voted by, I think it was Condé Nast, I think four years in a row, best city in the world. That's why now it's like even crazier oversaturated. It's such a party city. It's insane. A lot of blow going on there. Uh, a lot of um, it's beautiful people getting drunk all day long. I thought that was L.A. Bev. Well, uh, that remains to be seen. But L.A. is a little bit more sp- spread out. Charleston's on a six mile uh, little uh, like island thing. What do you call it? It's an island. It's a um. A peninsula. It's a peninsula downtown. Then you have beach over here, 15 minutes away, beach over here, beach over there. Bill Murray lives there. I mean, what could be better, right? Until you, you know. Sexually assaulted by Bill Murray? Absolutely. You wear yourself out. But no, he would never do such a thing. Allegedly, I think he did. Did he get canceled? He did. That's why they canceled his last movie. It was like his inappropriate behavior. Oh, God, I wasn't up on that. (laughs) Yep. I used to work in his rest. He owns a yeah. He's part owner of a restaurant in uh, in Charleston. That was my first job as a hostess. So I know him. He would. I, oh, he's supposed to be. Yeah. Supposed to be a real nice guy. Yeah, he was a big partier. Uh, but another native son of Chicago. Yes, another Chicagoan. Exactly. He owned it with another Chicago thing, Bill Vec. So him, Bill Vec, uh, or Bill Vec's son, Mike Vec. They owned this restaurant in Charleston that was like down the block from me. And I didn't um, uh, really know that. I was just a hostess there. And then they owned that together. And then because Bill Veck is the one, uh, Sox Park, right? Or Comiskey Park. You like baseball at all? No. Okay. Me neither. But uh, that's, they're Chicagoans that owned a restaurant in Charleston. I worked there. 
Bill Murray seemed like a nice guy to me. Big partier, though. But uh, if he assaulted someone, I, I if, if he's canceled, who knows? Well, apparently his cancellation came after what he considered to be a joke on set. Probably. And knowing Always how, on set, yeah. And knowing how, like, Chicagoans joke, like... He's like, I'm from Chicago. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> I'm an old man from Chicago. You think this is going to be appropriate? <laughs> like, like, oh, you said something inappropriate at work. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> what do you mean? This is fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've... I had to be retrained when I went out back into the real world. Like, Chicago's just a different place when it comes to that shit. Yeah. I mean, I and I didn't grow up there, but I, I know, like, uh, I know, I, I, I can sense a Chicagoan, definitely, for sure. <laughs> Thought I was an Angelino for a moment, like, uh, maybe I gotta leave. Angelino, Italian, you have dark hair, you never know. <laughs> well, I mean, they, you know, that's what they call people from LA, Angelinos. If you're Italian, you're an no, Angelino. No, no, from Los Angeles, from. Oh, oh, right. I, I did ask if you were from here. Yep. Like Angelinos. Hmm. I'm just I'm just getting used to LA now, so I have no idea. I I don't know the lay of the land or the the rules here. So there's no rules here. There are no rules. I mean, well, it depends on how much money you have. If mm. you have enough money, there are no rules here. Exactly right. When does someone invite me on a PJ? That's what I want to know. A PJ? A private jet. <sighs> I heard that happens out here. Well, <laughs> you have to work your way up to private jet. Okay. You have to start first. It's yachts. It's okay. uh, you know boat. Bullshit. Yo. I'm here for a week. How can we condense this? How do I get to the yacht, to the PJ, to my own reality show, and and then and then we live our life, and we'll invite the owner of White Claw on, and it'll be a bacchanal. <laughs> well, depending on the order you go, it may be the reality show first. Okay, reality show first. I'll write that down. What would your reality show be about? <laughs> White Claw. No, <laughs> uh, I have no idea. We'll call it. Um, I'm a big reality show uh, fan. Well, we could do like a, I don't know. We'll call it, we'll call it um, Kiki Pump Rules, like a Vanderpump Rules spinoff about a completely random comedian that comes in and uh, has no idea what LA is like and uh, sits here with, <laughs> on this podcast. And then uh, it's just, it's like Sex in the City, but uh, in LA. It's like reality. Sex in the City yeah. meets Marin. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. We some fucking, but a fucking stupid lunatic gal who has no idea where she is at all times in LA, and she's just living her life and you know getting into high drinks and has a podcast and has a podcast and can be funny from time to time. Bravo! You heard it first. There you go. Got to have your elevator pitch ready. You have to. Okay. Yes. Elevator pitch. Yacht. PJ. Okay, writing all this down. We'll work on it. Did no one warn you before you came? <laughs> we have a lot going on. I met Dr. Drew today, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I, just, I didn't even try to network. I didn't even try to network. Did. He was so nice. <laughs> How are you going to ladder climb if you don't take advantage of these opportunities? <laughs> I know. You're right. You're right. It's too New York of me. I know. You're like, I can't, I can, I, I can't acknowledge a celebrity. No. no, I mean, he, we sat there and talked to him, and we, we, it was that was very cool. That was very fun. Very lovely human. From a, sure. I think it's a very L.A. thing, so I've heard to be like, so what can you do for me? Yeah. I've never gotten anywhere with being like, what can you do for me? I get places by being like a genuine, nice human being. 
fuck me, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's not the LA thing. I'm not going to like slip you my fucking... Hey, what would I... Here's my... By the way, here's my real... I, I don't know, I don't you know gotta how have, that works. You got to have the QR code with your OF on it and just give that to them on a card. I, well, for our show in uh, at the Pineapple Saloon, uh, I do have the I have my headshot with the QR code for the OnlyFans on it. See? People like that, you know. But uh, not gonna had it on business card, just boom, right there. I wasn't there to like schmooze. It was just fun to like talk to somebody, and then I think you'll find that more of a memorable encounter. Also, what the fuck would Doctor Drew be able to like? I just, it was just interesting to meet him. I'm a genuine person that just wants to like, that's nice. Cool. Cool to meet you. By the way, here's my OnlyFans. Can you diagnose me or no, I wouldn't, I couldn't do that. A fan wants to come up and scan the QR code at a comedy show. Fine. But like. What, you're saying you couldn't convert Dr. Drew into being a fan? Maybe he'll just be like, maybe, maybe if. He's got money to burn. He could tip well. I don't, I don't necessarily want Dr. Drew on my OnlyFans. I would be flattered if he would even remember me whatsoever. <laughs> well, you've got to make a big impression. The OnlyFans might make a very big impression. Right. I've always gotten further with being like, hey, I don't, you know, hello, cool, great. You're, uh, duh, duh, duh. Teen Mom was great. Loved that show. Wonderful. Blah, blah, blah. That's it. This is once again me encouraging bad behavior that I would not do myself. Yeah, exactly. I want to go. I know better to be the, so disingenuous to be like, "Hello, Doctor Drew. I'm Keanu, and I'm lucky to be in your presence. And I have an OnlyFans. Could you please follow it, subscribe, and oh, that's you, it. you already right. fucked up there. You got to say your whole name. You can't just be like, "I'm Keanu." You have to be like, "I'm Keanu C. Thompson." I'm too genuine for this. I'm Keanu C. Thompson. Hello, Doctor Drew. I'm Keanu C. Thompson. I had no idea I was going to meet you. Uh, but uh, by the way, uh, uh, help me in some way. Here's my OnlyFans. Would you like to, you know? You definitely got to rehearse this a little bit. Like, see, a that's hesitant. what I'm saying. I'm not that person. I'm always getting by. You got, you got number one. Doctor Drew is not in my industry. All right. Yes, not, he is. He's a podcaster. He's a podcaster. Right. All right. It, it would be. It, I would be elated if he would ever grace my podcast with his presence. But I wasn't going to stand there and ask him that, but I didn't even think of it. I was I mean, like... I, I hate cool. to break it to you. We're not in Dr. Drew's industry. It's not... He's not in ours. Uh, right. <laughs> I will... <laughs> I'm Dr. Keanu. RN. Uh, uh, that's... We're just adding letters now? Yes. I'm a surgeon. Oh, God. No, I can't believe. It. No, it was just funny to m meet him. I just found him to be genuine and cool, and like that's all. V oh, very no, nice. I, I'm completely busted your balls. Hell, since, I know. Since moving here, like Chicago, it's definitely you know it's a Midwest town. So like asking someone what they do is like just small talk. That's actually just um, it's actually just small talk, right? Right here. I don't ask people what they do. What can it's like? What can you do for me? Right, because that's how it comes across. Like right. I don't ask people what they do, and I have friends that are a little more successful in some parts of entertainment. Like we'll be out at bars, and people will be like, "So what do you do?" And they'll be like, "I'm not telling you." Okay, yeah, that makes sense because it, how do you make a genuine like relationship, friendship, connection anywhere here? Because it's like, what? It, it's like everybody has an angle or like a work. Or something that would like freak me the fuck out. I 
I can't function like that. I'm never going to. It reminds me of like dudes on the street, like handing out CDs. Do you want to ha- hear my, my, my latest EP here? How am I, like that? It's just, I don't know if that's going to happen. I got to get by with my charm personality. It's the only way I can function. So if that never works for me, then dig me a shallow ditch and uh, uh, put a white claw in there with me and we'll call it a day, you know? But, uh, well, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully you make enough money that, like, they figure oh, out yeah. a system where you can just put new white claws in there? Absolutely. Why would we want to leave you with one stale white claw for eternity? I know. That would be silly. I would need, like, every flavor, even if the, if new flavors come out. Maybe we like one of those. Maybe like a two, yeah. two-sided mini fridge. Just leave white claws on my grave. Yes. So we can open it from the top. Put some white claws in. You can. Absolutely. No, that's great. Thank you. Um, it's A V M. Thank you, A V M. Oh. I forgot his name. But oh yeah, I'm a like, mnemonic device. Yes. Yes, A V M. I'm like. Uh, for a second, they're like, was she trying to say A V N? I don't think A V N. I remember it because of AVN. See, mnemonic devices work. I don't remember exactly what his name is, but I will call him forever AVM. I'm sure he has it on monograph and fucking howls and shit. And exactly. Like, how rich do you have to be when you start monogramming your shit? God, so Southern to put your n- initials on things. It's bizarre. But uh, if you have nothing else to do with your day, you know. I feel like if you're a billionaire, you have... Should have something better to do with your day than monogramming shit. I feel that people just start, if you get to a rich point where people just in your camp just start monogramming all of your shit. All of a sudden you walk into your bath and you're like, oh, my, my towels have my initials on them. That's nice. <laughs> That's like the death of being like kind of a scumbag. Because it's like, oh, well, I can't have a scummy one night stand at this point. My initials are on the towels. Exactly. Right. I mean, it would be very... I'm going to start... You know what I'll do? And I'm going to bring to New York. I'm going to put my QR code on my hand towels. How about that? What do you think? I think it's a good move. Idea? So if somebody uses my bathroom in my studio apartment, they can just scan the QR code. Well, I was just thinking like post cleanup for somebody. You could toss them a towel with a QR code. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Next time. Next time you pay. Right. You whore. (laughs) Wow, you didn't have to make it so negative. We're full of good ideas, though. This is this is interesting. There's been no cocaine involved with all these ideas. Normally, for this kind of brainstorming, people assume I there's no. Oh my god, can you imagine if we did blow? That'd be insane. We would be like, mm, flip the table over. We'll do a new white claw. It's called Black Claw, and it'll be it'll be filled with the stories of good times and children's fingernails. Wee! Like, that would make sense to us, right? Oh, the fingernails. Mm. I don't know where the fuck that came from, but... uh, Obviously cocaine. (laughs) I wish. I don't... I'm not a big drug person. I wish. I wish I were cool enough. Weed guy? Are you? No, I will just do... No. Me and THC do not mix. God, no, weed, uh, I did meth one time in Charleston on accident. And it, uh, yeah. You were just like, huh, this light bulb is full of something. They told me it was Molly, and then I, like, this doesn't feel like Molly, but I feel fantastic. And then I ran around in circles for hours, and then I was like, I think that had to have been meth. And I was like, thank you so much. This is the best night of my life. 
never did it again. And I wouldn't do meth in general, but I, because I was sort of tricked into it, I'm all right with it, you know? Well, I think it's just a social stigma thing. You had such a good time. No, meth, I don't want to lose my teeth. Same thing with blow. It's a, make it a treat. If you're going to do blow, get, make, it a, make it a treat. Special little occasion, but... Uh, you're then sitting shiva, right? Yes, exactly. It's, oh, Grandma! Do it off. If you're Italian, just do it off their body. It's sitting right there. You're there for three days anyway. <laughs> I feel like it would just be easier to do it off the casket. It's nice and shiny and reflective. And exactly. Right. Half of it's closed. They're, it's there. It's for them. Exactly. No. Blow. That's, it's, it, you can't really do... You can't really get too caught up in that stuff. You got to make it a treat. Sarah Silverman always said that. You want to do some sort of hard drug, make it a treat. Well, what's a hard drug? Blow if you get addicted to it. I Well, who's addicted to blow, though? Everyone I, in L.A. <laughs> I feel like it you know, would help you be productive at work. So by the Dr. Drew standard. I guess it would, right. If it's not hindering your life, it's not an addiction. But if you're getting more shit done. Well, that's what I guess. I mean, isn't that what amphetamines are for? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why meth is so popular. So people, the working class can get more shit done. I know, but at least that's how it starts off. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, wait, now I I get take my clothes off on the highway and uh, lose all my teeth. I, that's how I feel. Meth goes down the road, you and know. Just judging by the tweet responses, people like your teeth. Don't lose them. <laughs> I know. See, exactly. When I would, would lose these pearly whites, it's fine. <laughs> that felt so old timey. Like, see, I can't lose these pearly whites. See? Yeah, see, I don't want to lose these pearly whites. Can't lose them. Oh my god! <laughs> I swear, god. it'd be very untoward. How am I supposed to go down to the armory? If I don't have my own, mine own teeth. See, I have no idea where that came from. That was called improv. There you go. Oh, that's a dirty word in this house. <laughs> Sex work? No. Dirty improv? Yes. Aren't those the most embarrassing people on earth? I know. God. You just your face, literally. You're like, I know. Ugh. Every time, and I have some friends that do improv, but every time someone's like, oh, you want to go to UCB? I'm like, no, actually, I don't. No, that would be the last place I would want to go. I'm Thank happy you. to go to an open mic before I would go to UCB. And that, yes, and that's saying something, UCB. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, improv is so, so hit or miss. I would never go and watch an improv. <laughs> um, it, it, <laughs> I was a theater major. Which is, theater people are the most unlikable, horrifying people. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I did it. I glad I did it through high school. I was it was fine, but it 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 it's just embarrassing. And now you understand why LA is why, like LA. Yeah, because everybody's like thoroughly really, but for LA, I studied all the pictures and magazines and books I'm like. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my big break. And it's like, but they actually believe that. It's, there's no, uh, very few theater people like know how to be cool and like not just bizarre and unlikable. And then add in years of rejection with them being here. Yeah. They would be the ones talking to Dr. Drew like, here's my headshot. Hi, sir. I loved you on this. Right. Not me. Not a. Yeah. yeah, and then that's how this town gets how it is. Mm -hmm. You're surrounded by people 
who think, oh, I'm one headshot away from heading Dr. Drew my headshot to fucking fame. Right. Maybe that's why Dr. Drew had a genuine conversation because it wasn't like I was going, <laughs> PhD, Dr. Drew, please help me social climb. Where can I, please follow me on Instagram. Please do this. Please, here's my headshot. And can I have a piece of your soul as well? Like, I would never. No, do you got to ask right? them, is, like, is this a melanoma? That he'll tell you he's not that kind of doctor. and Yeah, and he'll be like, you're a fucking melanoma. Get out of my face. Like, please. I couldn't see Dr. Drew being that rude. No, he was so nice. God, I hate bringing up Dr. Drew so much. It was a, it was a short encounter, guys. I know, we've <laughs> talked about Dr. Drew more than you've actually interacted with Dr. Drew. It was the funnest part of my day. It was, wow. He was so uh, wow. charming and nice. I'm fucking ready. Other than this now, right. Good, good, good cover. Good recovery. Uh, you just cut that out. This was the fun. This has been the funnest part of my day. Yeah, that's day good. I, I've had so much fun here that I forgot completely that I met the Dr. Drew, PhD. We've only riffed about it for about 20 minutes. It's, fine. <laughs> no, guy, it's so funny. It's just a person you don't expect to meet. That's all. 33% of this podcast is about Dr. Drew. You know, look at this and be like, this fucking psycho is obsessed with me. <laughs> and this asshole just keeps telling her to make bad choices involving him. I know, and I would never. We had a. You're ruining my encounter with Doctor Drew for me. You're like you should have done this and this. That's what. You see, yes, you're trying to. Thank God I didn't do this before I met Doctor Drew, or else you would have been in my head. Thank God I was myself. Yeah, I often tell people to not listen to my advice. Like I regularly tell my audience, you should not listen to my advice. It's bad in most cases. I think my advice. I'm like, if no, if everyone's not like me, then then you're missing out on being right about everything. Like, I I don't know. I I always and that's a flaw of mine. But I genuinely feel like I'm like I can't understand why you don't feel like how my rational, normal opinion on this is exactly right. And if you have any deviation from the way I feel, then. That's on you, and I feel very sorry for you. What if I don't like Skittles? Okay, you don't have to like Skittles, but you can, like, support me for liking Skittles. Oh, as long as I support your ideas, it's okay. No, I mean, I don't mean, like, food-wise. <laughs> you can like whatever you want. Like, it's a, it could be a bacchanal. You eat whatever you want. That's fine, as long as it's not, like, children or something. You don't want to eat, like— it feels delicious. Oh yeah, see, I have, I, I've had a time or two with veal. I don't mind it, but they do keep them in very small cages. <laughs> right, and if we did that to human children, they may be delicious too. No, that's right, because they can't move around, and their tears salt the meat, I suppose. But yeah. all right, it's something to look into. I'm willing to waver. On There's probably that. plenty of land in South Carolina we can make a farm. No. They won't abort them, so. Yes, absolutely. It's not allowed. Let's just put the 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 children that we don't that the women don't want because they're not allowed to be aborted. We'll put them in tiny cages and then, you know. Yeah. See what goes from there. Make I, a delicacy. Oh god. It's a delicate subject. Christ. <laughs> children are tender, what? They are. Mhm. Mm Wow, that went off the rails. Welcome to the show. Thank you. We love it. <laughs> I listened to a couple of them. Just the tame ones, apparently. Shit. <laughs> no, I was like, I, I, I understand what this is. We don't want to eat the kids, obviously. Who would do that? I barely like, you know, 
it's like sassy for me to eat like a hot dog because even though I love a hot dog, who really knows what's in there? It, but the children. Uh, yeah. That's why you eat kosher hot dogs. The rabbi makes sure there's no kids in it. Oh, and thank God for you guys for that. Yes, exactly. It, it, he prays over it. Right. Okay. <laughs> I love having a rabbi. I'll have a rabbi bless all of my Skittles and all of my and all of my white claws from now on. Can we make a podcast out of that? Me just inviting a rabbi over to bless everything that I consume. No, that's your reality show. Yeah. Keanu and the rabbi. Keanu and the rabbi. I love that. Ooh. My brother's boyfriend is gay. And so my brother is going to probably when they get married. Your brother's boyfriend's gay? Okay. My brother's boyfriend is Jewish. Yeah, not see, look what you've done. <laughs> my brother's my brother's boyfriend is gay. That's what I gotta cut in post. My brother's boyfriend is Jewish. And when they get married, I think my brother wants to like convert to Judaism. Maybe it could be like a family situation. I'm like, can I please borrow one of your rabbis? I would like to do a reality show where I bless all of the foods that I eat, all of the Snickers bars and Skittles and all of the White Claw. And then it could be like a fun family situation. And then we can have the rabbi. I don't know. They like wine. You guys like to drink wine on one of your holidays, don't you? No. In my personal experience, rabbis get drunk. Exactly. They they drink, drink. I love that. Judaism doesn't have any guilt about fucking drinking. Like, we could do a Seder, but with White Claw. Just find, like, a really cool rabbi. That'd be fun. I'm sure you can find some reformed Jews that would be totally down with it. Yes. Arukatapanai, White Claw, enough. Jewish things. See? That's about as Jewish as I get, so. Yeah. I don't even know how I even spit that out, but. I've done a little makeshift Seder. Instead of the apples uh, soaked in wine, we'll do the apples, like, soaked in White Claw, you know. What flavor of White Claw, though? We could make it something like uh, wine. So, like, a nice raspberry White Claw, a black cherry situation. Maybe a mix of the two. Absolutely. Might, might be good. Let's bring fun back to religion. <laughs> Probably needed it for a while. I mean, well, when was the last time religion was fun? No, never. I, well, I'm I, definitely... Uh, I'm sure uh, the Crusaders had a good time. Probably. A lot of murder going on over there. Yeah, like back when you could murder people for your religion. Yeah, when you could <laughs> kill for religion, yes. Well, that still happens some places. <laughs> oh, yes, it does. Shit. We really have... We touched on, we have been touching on everything. We've been everywhere. Yeah, a lot of uh, murdering for religion happens all the time. <laughs> like, uh, America, uh, that doesn't, oh, wait a minute, that happens here too, shit. Yes, I, it might have been a what, hashtag 9-11. That was murdering for religion, I believe, right? I mean, yeah, we're almost coming up on the, the 22-year anniversary. Oh, boy. Yeah, that makes me feel old. Me too. <laughs> I was in a bar on 9-11. I was in third grade, but uh, um, yeah, I was in I was in third grade in South Carolina. Yeah, I, I did an interview with Southwest Airlines. Oh my god! They actually called to reschedule. They're like, we're going to have to reschedule this. <laughs> Something something's come up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Legitimately, they called. They're like, 
So we're going to have to reschedule. I'm like, I was not even expecting the call today. That's you cool. were waiting for an interview at Southwest Airlines like when 9-11 happened? A phone interview with Southwest Airlines on 9-11, yeah. That is very, that is extremely serendipitous. Oh, my God. And you're like, well, I, you're like something, like something's come up. You're like, I can see that. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, take care of it. Thank you for calling. That's literally how the conversation went. I'm like. I'm surprised you guys call. Is everything good on your guys' end? And they're just like, we... Oh, yes. We're not American. Don't worry. We're <laughs> <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> Business <good>. as usual. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. And after they rescheduled the call, I just went to the bar. I would have... I would agree with that. You're like, well, I can't even... How... Jesus, how courteous of them to even call. I know. I was amazed. I'm like, wow. Well... Uh, when we reschedule this, I'm actually interested in the job now. Like, you guys seem like a good place to work for. I am going to fly Southwest just simply for their customer service. If they had the wherewithal to give you a call during 9-11 and say, you know what? We're going to have to reschedule. We apologize. Like, you're like, it's good, homie. I could see maybe the airlines are dealing with a yeah, lot. You might have They're something like, else going on. Yeah, you may have, you know, other things on your mind. Well, especially at that point, like, this is mid middle of the day of the attacks. Like, we didn't know if like there was gonna be planes thrown into like the Sears Tower or some shit like that. Like, right? Did, had they nicked the Pentagon yet? Or they hit the Pentagon at that point. But like, who knows? Day of, like, so little shit was you know of the extent of what it was gonna be. Yeah. Damn. No, I was like a kid, but yeah. I do. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? Jeez. Oh yeah. I was a fucking adult, and, like, I woke up to, because I was unemployed at the time, I woke up to my AOL instant messenger going off from one of my friends. Being like, they bombed the World Trade Center. I'm like, talk that happened in 93. What are you talking about? Yeah, that already happened. <laughs> not up on the news. Right. Yeah. And I tried to log into CNN.com from bed and could not get into CNN. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I love that you woke up. You're like, well, today's my big day. Here I am. I'm going to do my Southwest Airlines interview. And then you're like, oh. Watch this on the news. The planes flew it. <laughs> the fucking building. The buildings. Well, I guess fuck me then. And uh, also, I hope everyone's all right. But they still gave you a call. Yeah, they still gave me a call. Yeah, the 9-11 was like, not, I mean, I'm sure it was much wilder being in New York. But for us outside of New York, because so much cell service was routed through the Trade Center Towers at that point, you couldn't get anyone on their cell phones in New York. No, so, yeah. I, I had friends that lived on, like, the Lower East Side at that point trying to get a hold of them. Like, you alive? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jesus, that would just be so fucking horrifying. I look up at the, like, that the Freedom Tower or whatever now. When I, when I am down there, like, you know, it's like a tourist place to go and, like, be reverent and look at. When I look up, up at that, I'm like, fucking plane flew into this thing while I was just walking to my fucking job. I don't know. I would pass away from anxiety. I would just, just seeing it, no debris, nothing would hit me. I would literally just pass away. I have no idea how anyone recovered from that whatsoever. Just the trauma of that. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Like, I was in New York, I want to say, October, like, Less than a year after 9-11, I was just out there to visit people. And it was just like all over the subways. Like if you were having problems, they had hotlines still set up and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I think I just watched that. Doc they had a documentary about the whole deal, too. It was like three parts. It might have been a year ago. 
Ooh, yeah. Uh, no bueno. That's horrible. So good. Abolish religion. I think that that's the central thesis of that uh, rant that we went on. Yes, we, we, we won't do the... Except for the rabbis, because they like to drink, which makes them like, and we can sit Shiva and drink apples and White Claw and do a, a Seder, and it might be a cute reality show, but um, I, we I, did no one fly planes in any more buildings. Well, right. we could abolish religion or we can abolish planes. We could do one or the other. Let's, t- let's take, yes, exactly. Let's stop air travel. <laughs> All air travel. We got to go back to boats and yes. trains only. Let's, this is like the 1800s. We've come up with so many ideas here to help the world. <laughs> I mean, we love airplanes. We love Southwest because they're because their HR department is obviously so and hiring department. They're obviously so accommodating. Yeah, not accommodating enough that I didn't get the job. Well, I didn't get the job if I wanted to stay in Chicago. Oh, so they did end up calling you back? And well, yeah, no, I went in for a real interview. And they decided, because the gig was, I, I was a working IT professional at that point. And yeah. the gig was to show up at the airport every morning and then get on a plane and fly to wherever they had a breakdown at, like, the ticketing or wherever. <laughs> and they're like, we got went with someone else for Chicago. But if you want to move to Baltimore, we could have you work out of our hub in Baltimore. And I went, yeah. no, I'm Who not. Who am I, John Waters? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> fucking, like, 2021. Like, I'm not moving to fucking Baltimore where I know no one. No. Or, yeah. Fucking work for Southwest Airlines. Yeah, you're like, but thank you for being so accommodating. Yeah, um, like the, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I super appreciate it, but like, yeah, I'm not moving to fucking Baltimore for this gig. It brought you where you are today, just uh, sitting here, drinking, talking, and uh, living in a living in a mansion in LA. <laughs> yes, all my poor life choices have gotten me here. Exactly. Instead right. of a stable fucking job with great benefits that paid. Almost $50,000 a year in 2001. But this is more fun. Much. Exactly. Oh, God, I don't know where my life would be if I had taken that job. <laughs> yeah. hmm. Who knows? No, I would have moved to fucking Baltimore. I probably just would have gotten stabbed. And you probably just would have been just, like, just miserably depressed. And Baltimore, you Maybe know. more than now, but. Are you depressed now? I live in L.A., of course. You have to meet Dr. Drew. That'll cheer you right up. Yeah, I'll get his number. <laughs> and then he'll change it, and I'll just lose track of him. You're like, see, exactly. You have, he has things to look forward to. Not look forward to, to be appreciative of. You have an office that you can just fill with things. Uh, you're like, eh, it's an office, but it's storage. We have that much space here. New York, we're like... <laughs> This is great. My bed sort of fits here on the ceiling. And, you know, I live above a karaoke bar. I'm like, I hear uh, people doing their horrifying rendition of fucking Piano Man every night. But it sounds like the ocean. It sounds like it just like calms me down when I hear fucking drunk moron singing Piano Man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, but you, you're like, you know, I, I can have my podcast studio here in my dining room. I have room for all of my unnecessary DVDs and Blu-rays. These are things to, to you know, uh, I can see, I won't dox you, 
I can see a very uh, cool late They know life. Netflix is around the corner. Okay, they know Netflix. I can see Netflix out of here. I can see mountains and palm trees. The weather's nice. See? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's your poor life choices that brought you to New York. I love being uh, miserable, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we drink all the White Claw. There you go. Right? Right? And it's okay. It's okay. You can always leave New York if you really wanted to. I love it there. I love a I love a mess of a situation. And I love my apartment. I love my uh yeah, I love my life there. I can't complain. <laughs> my aesthetic is definitely like ten miles of bad road. So it works out for me perfectly. Uh, mine is too. It's just you know, I, I like it to look pretend like it's glitz and glamorous and then it's like, oh no, no, it's pretty fucking rough. And that's that's the real beauty of LA because the underbelly of LA is pretty grimy. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> right. The that's the, no one flew into any buildings here because they're like, you know what? This city they they have sinister, horrifying things enough. Like we'll just like hit L.A. Right? I mean, in New York, right? Well, and that and like one of our our tallest buildings is like fucking the police department. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that would have been you know mourned as much as no people are like oh god. They flew a plane into the police station. Just keep it. They flew to the police station. Is Dr. Drew safe? That's all we care about. <laughs> Fuck Adam Carolla. Just Dr. Drew. Like Adam Carolla. Also very. See, we haven't talked enough about him. I met him briefly, but he's very, very nice. Beautiful studio. What a lovely, lovely human being. Jesus. Uh yeah. I know. That's why I was laughing that there was a bunch of self like pictures from Dr. Uh, Adam Carolla's studio. I'm like, you're really going from Adam Carolla to doing my show? All right. <laughs> I didn't do I was just there with uh, Chrissy Mayer, who you will have on. Who will be also on the show. Yes, who will be on your show later at a later date, who I'm here with. She is a uh, fucking much bigger comedian than me, fucking uh, uh, wonderful podcaster. She was booked. And then it, we ended up talking. She ended up talking about on the show uh, about our airplane. More airplane more debacle airplanes. thing. <laughs> I was just there for moral support and to meet Dr. Drew. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it was really to meet Adam, I know. No, and then uh, she was doing great, and then it was just cool to be there and uh, meet all of them. But she was talking about me on the show because she went viral, and like she'll tell you about this, I'm sure, when she comes on. With our airport debacle, last time we were on tour together, we went— there was like three viral moments with her, and one included me where— You'll have to look it up. You'll have to ask her about where the American Airlines made us take our pants off at the airport. I'll let her say that. Story. Yeah, I definitely want to hear this story. Uh, all right, I'll tell you quickly. Um, the Amer When we were on our way from, okay, back in May, me, Chrissy Mayer, and Lila Hart were uh, doing a week of shows in uh, Vegas, and we were doing a week of shows in Dallas, right? And so from Lila had... Uh, Separated from us, and she had gone. Also, very funny comedian. Follow Lila Hart. Um, she had gone from. It was just me and Chrissy flying from Vegas to Dallas, and we were just trying to do like a Vegasy moment, right? In the airport, we weren't dressed <laughs> that provocatively. I mean, you can look it up. It was it was fucking everywhere. You can look up look up Chrissy Mayer, Keanu Thompson. Um, uh, it was on Daily Mail and look up American Airlines. We were dressed in her pants were a bit sheer because we, and she had a cowboy hat on and a crop top. 
I had a crop top on and my my skirt was sheer and with the slits in it and the underwear were sewn in, but it was floor length. We're like, we would never in our lives think that somebody would make us change before we got on the fucking flight. If you can see it, I don't know if you can. Oh, I did. I found it. Okay, so we were dressed one way and then we were like gonna be the last people to board the flight. It was a high pressure situation. Chrissy, like, uh, we're the last people that were going to get on, right? We stayed by the bar for, we're like, we have time. We're gonna, we, monetarily, we have to get on this flight. High pressure, we're like, okay, we gotta go. We're about to get on. They're gonna shut the door in, in two minutes. So we're getting on. Somebody stops her, hand on the shoulder. She's like, oh, they're gonna get me for, I'll let her tell you. She was like, is this a January 6th thing? Like, uh, what are I going to, you know, it's a, like, what? Why would this man be stopping me? We didn't ask if you worked there or anything. I turned around to be like, what's going on? She's like, I, I don't know. I had checked my back. She's like, I, I have to change my pants. So she's looking for something. She taking, he didn't stop us from taking our clothes off. He just said, you have to change now. You have to change your pants. I, I went, wait, wait, what's going on? He said, oh, and you too. You have to also, you can't wear that on the airplane. So we panicked, opened up our luggage, her luggage. I just picked something out of there and she picked something out. What we ended up in was far more Yeah, I'm revealing. looking at the picture. I'm looking at the picture right now. Far more revealing. It was so weird. He didn't go, oh, wait, don't take a second. I'll hold the door. You got to go change your clothes or whatever. We were just like, okay, What? why would you let us on the airplane like the way that we ended up then? At that point, he should have just been like, we just needed to get on this flight. It was very confusing and we were laughing and then we would go from bits of laughing to also traumatized back to laughing to like, why did we do that? And what was wrong with our outfits? And why are these outfits okay? She ended up looking okay. I looked like... It's whatever you pick out of the fucking box if you don't have, like, your gym class clothes. Right? Literally. And if that was the thing I came up with, then he should have been like, you know what, you're not getting on the plane. But no. I think he was like, I'm a fucking pervert and I made a mistake and I shouldn't have done this. Uh, let me let them go. Or, uh, I mean, there would be no reason. I have no idea why he did that. We still don't know. And American Airlines, they didn't even give us one mile. We didn't think of it. No, because we were not, we're comics. We take like stuff, we're like, this is bizarre, but hilarious. But that was probably fucked up what happened back there. The reason it goes viral is because we're sitting on the airplane. We're like tweeting about it. The next morning, like somebody from fucking Daily Mail's calling us. And we're like, yeah. This is what happened. We're not sure. American Airlines never responded. We complained to them. We tweeted it out, like stuff like that. Like, but they never ever, they're like, are these bitches really gonna not do anything? But we were busy. We were on tour. That was the first time we went viral that week. And then Christy went viral two more times just for other shit that in, out of that trip. Not not trying to, just just life. With a joke she told, like, she'll tell you all about it. But that was the first thing. So, 
And I'm going like, what is happening? Like we were just doing like a cute LA moment. These are our outfits. Or sorry, uh, Las Vegas moment. These are our outfits. They weren't inappropriate. They were distracting. Especially for Vegas? No. I know. I'm like, you probably have porn stars on this plane. Please. I, the only thing I can think is that my skirt was so long and so sheer and so flowy that they were afraid that either the pilot would be too erect to fly or, that's a joke, you can laugh now, <laughs> or, or they thought that maybe it would get sucked into the engine of the plane. And, uh, Kill us all. Yes. So I think that meant he either saved lives or he just wanted to see us fucking couldn't it be both? Pants off. I don't know. Couldn't <laughs> it be know. both? It Couldn't could it be both. He was saving lives and also jerking I, off. I he's don't like, know. Win win. I saved some lives today and I fought prostate cancer. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I have no idea how that, how or why, but high pressure, pressure, high pressure situation where you don't, like, we got to get on the fucking plane. I don't know why he made us change in the first place. I don't know why he allowed us to, like, change right there. I don't know why no one else was around. I don't know why there was no uh, women around. Was he in a uniform? Like We were like, oh, okay, somebody. Yeah, he was in a uniform. From what we can remember, we're just trying to get on the motherfucking yeah. plane. It, we're not altogether sure. Like, sometimes we go, we should have asked, do you work here? Like, but from our knowledge, it seemed like a, a, a person of authority. No one else is around. We're, I'm like, I, my underwear were sewn into the skirt, I, which people don't understand either. I'm like, she's blocking me. We just pick something. I'm like, like, well, all right, now this is happening. And then we run on the plane. We're like, what the fuck just happened? And that was the slots attendant. Yeah, who knows? It could have been. It could have just been some, like, man who likes to linger around the airport and, like, gamble. We don't know. I, it was definitely, a, a, like, someone that worked for the airline. It definitely was. But there, what we were the last two people trying to get on that plane. And it seemed like he abused his power a bit to me when I reminisce on it. But You definitely should have given him a QR code. I know. I should have said, well, you got this for free, didn't you? Right? It's like, you have to pay me now. <laughs> no, we're we're fine. We're not going to sue them. But then so many people reached out. They're like, I had to change for this, 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 this. If you look it up, they American Airlines keeps fucking around with this. And I well, think they just uh, worried that the, the flight attendant or the you know, pilot, they may have a heart attack from being so erect. I don't know. It's It just seems to be, like, targeting, like, good-looking, not good-looking, but, like, bigger stars than than uh, even Chrissy. They're like, I really have to change something? Why? I bet they wouldn't ask Bert Kreischer to put a shirt on. <laughs> Absolutely not. Right. That's Bert's prerogative. Right. He was walking there shirtless. Be fine. Or Chrissy always said, too, if it were like a, I, I don't know, if it, if it were like a, maybe a, uh, like a trans woman or something wearing a thong and whatever, that would be perfectly okay. You know what I mean? Well, like they wouldn't. made that claim real quick. Right. That's what she said. And I'm quoting her. She's like, if I had a fucking, like, if I had a fucking dick between my legs, they're like, no, no, no. I'm They're like, right this way. <laughs> like. Absolutely fine. I don't know. I, I don't think that's like a, 
we couldn't sit there and think about that in that moment. Monetarily, we had to get on this flight. There's no one else around. We just did what we could. Well, so yeah. next time you're flying American, just slap a dildo down there. Yes. Like, uh, have you seen this? Right. Oh, right. Haven't you seen? I am trans, right? Or I identify as uh, not a whore. So can look, I please get on look, the plane? Look at this fucking monster. You want to see it? <laughs> exactly. It was so bizarre. So... That's, she was talking about that on the Adam Carolla show today. She did a great job. And then uh, then, then Dr. Drew comes out. He's like, well, I had, he was talking to us. He's like, I have to see what you guys were wearing originally. That's where. And I was like, well, this is what it was. And that was our meet cute. So we had a genuine interaction. D- did that take about? 20 minutes to get to the point of all of that? No. Sorry if it did. No. Oh my God! You talked on a podcast? No. Oh no. Oh no. Whatever shall we do? Oh, I thought we were supposed to awkwardly stare at each other silently for. Oh God! Let's say a prayer, maybe. No. no. How are we going to end religion if we say prayers? We're just continuing. Well, that was going to go bad. <laughs> I googled American Airlines dress code while you were telling the story. I... See? Yeah. And it's just dress appropriately. I've a go- I've googled. I've a googled it. I've googled it as well. And it does say something that might not, like, you can't, you shouldn't wear anything that might not be distracting. Like, I've researched this. And these things, I mean, my my skirt was not going to get sucked into the engine of the airplane. And uh, what was more distracting was what I ended up in. For sure. Exactly. That was all, that was all legs. Like It was a sparkly pair of shorts uh and a crop top that didn't match uh like i basically looked like a child like a homeless child or something or you had a really good vegas weekend yeah that was all right that was like is this cool he was like he just he seemed to have disappeared we got on the plane and we were like why are we sitting here like this it'll happen within a matter of like minutes (laughs) now the question is were you guys in coach or first class we were in coach. Let, we were in steerage, of course. That's that's exactly why it happened. If yeah. you were in first class, they wouldn't have said it. It would never happen in first class. But listen, <laughs> we had to we had to do what we had to do. Well, I'm not knocking you for being in coach. I'm just saying, as someone who's flown a fucking lot and spent too much time for my station in life in first class, I can tell you firsthand the difference in treatment the minute you have a first class ticket. Oh, I have. My dad, oh, oh, my dad buys me a ticket. I love it when he surprised me with a first class ticket. I cannot tell you. It is just like, I love watching families of four just walk by me. And I'm like, ha ha, enjoy steerage. All the accommodations and steerage, okay? Wonderful. Like, but then I'm in coach. I'm like, okay. And now I'm in a, a fucking a sparkly thong sitting here humiliated. <laughs> Because my floor-length skirt was just too prerogative, pr- provocative. They could see your calf. I guess so. They saw a lot more. I think that he, what he must have thought, like, okay, they chose that to put on. I may have made a mistake. I'm going to disappear and just let them get on the plane. That's why it was so fucking jarring. I just imagine jump cuts of, like, boom. Just outfit change and... What the fuck just happened here? Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have made them change. Okay, I took advantage of a situation because I wanted to see these two chicks like asses and now they don't have anything better to wear. I'm just going to fade into the background and hope that uh, no one reports this. 
Well, and also, like, if he had, de- were you guys actually like on the sky bridge at this point, or no? We were walking, not not even on. We were walking up. The last two people about to walk onto the thing. It, she gets stopped by one random man behind so, like, the shoulder on the hand, like this. But like, have you the scanned your ticket and like your pass? Like, or- uh, I had gotten. I I had gotten through, actually. And then I stopped because we're the last two people. Last two. There's no one else around. They scanned my ticket. I'm walking. And then he, uh, and yes, albeit her pants were sheer, see-through, but she had, she didn't have a thong. Oh, yeah. She didn't have a thong on or anything. It was, it was completely appropriate. You saw the photo yeah. uh, for evidence there. And then I just turn around and go, so they had just scanned my ticket. And then I turn around and go like, what, what's happening? She's like, I have to change my pants. And then we're panicking. And then he goes, oh, you too. You can't wear those. I'm like, what? So where's the person who scanned your ticket and all this? So then they're not even paying any fucking attention because the flight is about, the doors are going to close. Right. Yes. So they're nowhere to be seen. And we're like, oh, Okay. I'm just, yeah. I, I'm trying to picture, like, where the person who closes the fucking door is it in all this. It's completely empty. Right. It, it, it's, like, completely empty. All Now we're just left with this man. It was so fucking bizarre. Then they took her luggage away, too. They're like, that's too big for the plane. You were in, which they often do at yeah. times on, on flights. Like, okay, yeah, we don't have enough... Uh, overhead space so you gotta check it so now we can't even change back into our clothes they showed you because they're like oh they know they think the minute they get on the plane they're going in the bathroom and change back we're not gonna let that shit no absolutely not we're going to humiliate these whores it was so it was so fucking bizarre it happened so fast and it was bizarre uh we obviously got a lot of good material out of it right but uh I have no idea what the fuck that man could have been thinking in twenty like twenty twenty three. That's just a bold move. Just to be like I'm going to make my company liable. No, American Airlines has had problems with this. They make bitches change all the time. They're like, you need to put a sweater on or do this. Like I've seen it. Like now that people have brought it to light to me, but all right, you don't. It doesn't say in your ticket. Don't look hot. I don't know what else to say. Like I guess Americans going off of, well, you can go fly United and they just may beat the shit out of you because the flight's overbooked. I guess. Take your take your choice. Change your pants or uh Right. Exactly. Catch a beating. I know. God. This is why I'm a Delta frequent flyer. Yeah, so you doubt yeah, we right. We're just we love uh we love pain and sorrow and we it, we're in an abusive relationship with uh with American Airlines. We flew here on American. We didn't, I'm teasing. But um <laughs> Oh, what were we on? You know what? I think Spirit is not a bad airline, all right? like I I'd will rather... wholly disagree with you on that. Spirit, they don't care if you come in and, you know, um, in, in your thong with a... They may charge you extra for it. Oh, I think it's a free-for-all on Spirit. It's a bacchanal of an airline. I have flown Spirit one time in my life, and I drank them out of whiskey. I drank them out of whiskey. I will never fly the fucking airline. I think I did it once. And I, yeah, I've, I've flown American since. But uh, what do we fly here on today? We're back. I think we're United back, but we flew on mm, maybe Southwest, something like that. But we had no issue. We wore burkas to the 
to the flight. Good so call. They had it. <laughs> Good call. Then we got stopped for that through security. I'm teasing. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's okay. Statistically, TSA doesn't catch much. So no, it was fine. Yes, God, it was fun. We like flying. It's wild that like previously, what was a very hack premise of talking about airport security and all that shit. We just got a bunch of material out of. I know. It was wild. It all it all connects. Life is about experiences, I always say. So I agree. A very wise writer once told me, like, you just gotta go out and refill the well at times. <laughs> yes. Go out, have you know, an airline make you take your clothes off. <laughs> Tweet about it and you know, feel good. It's fine. Be embarrassed every once in a while. It's fine. <laughs> Are you guys legitimately embarrassed? Have me? I have an OnlyFans. I have no problem taking my pants off anywhere. It's fine. I'm just saying if I were a different kind of person, I might have been traumatized. <laughs> See, the answer is yes, I was traumatized. So this lawsuit is pending. I mean, you should get you should get for them to pay for your next fucking tour. God damn. It's not in my nature. I would have appreciated a mile or two, but like I'm not looking for that. It's like it was just so Is it immoral? What am I going to be like, oh, God, I'm humiliated. I can't be disingenuous. So was it fucked up? Yes. Well, you don't have to be like, I was humiliated. Be like, they definitely violated my fucking rights. Absolutely. But we were, yeah. And it was, he took advantage of what I think is he took advantage of a high pressure situation. It was like, these two have had a couple of white claws. They're the last bitches on the plane. Whoa, I'm gonna whoa, tell him like blame this one on white claw. That's that's exactly. Not. Oh my gosh. Oh, forgive me, um, AVM. Forgive me. Um, we 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 actually were drinking Trulies, but uh, we weren't wasted. We definitely weren't wasted. We were coming from Vegas. We were trying to do like a campy sort of photo moment. And when you see the photos, oh no, I saw it. I, yeah, you'll be like, yeah. When your audience sees the photos, they'll be like, why was this better than what they ended up in? That's the fucking fucked up thing. Right. No, yeah. it, it super is. It's like, Yeah. So are we traumatized? No. We handle shit like fucking pros. We're champs. We're comics. It's cool. But um, I think something something was mishandled there. Just so. a little. Just a little. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. So. I don't know. I'm a shameless opportunist. Where it wouldn't have actually bothered me, I'd still be like, well, I'm getting paid on this. We didn't think it. We were just tweeting about it, being like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not, yeah, I don't think the yeah. statute of limitations has passed. Mm, had, that was only in May. I mean, I guess in, in two years we could. If I dig up some trauma and therapy, that uh, whatever. But we're busy. We're you should busy. ask Dr. Drew about it. Well, he knew about it. That's why he. That's why we had our meet cute where yeah, he was asking about the outfits we were wearing. Did he advise you to sue? No, but he understood why I said I was nude from the bottom down because these underwear, a lot of men don't understand this, the underwear were sewn into the floor-length skirt. And you don't wear underwear with He was like, I absolutely understand that. You know, it's sort of like a uh, I mean, like sports a situation. Yes, yeah, so or like, you know, there's men's pants with the, the underwear sewn in. He, he totally got me. We're best friends. Yeah. He's, he's on our side. He made me feel validated. I'm sorry, I'm doing a poor job of that. Ah, you made me feel so validated. We're best friends. Ah, shit, I'm fucking up then. <laughs> God, that's not what I'm here to do. I can't be mad at you. I, I don't know how. Give it time. 
<laughs> Give it time. How long have we been doing this? <laughs> I know. Well, God. We got some time left, jeez. Okay, perfect. I'm having a ball. You got time to realize, come to your senses and be like, oh, no, no. He is shot of tequila. I'm crying. I'm like, oh, you should have sued American Airlines. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I see dollar signs in those situations. No, I just, it's not how I operate. I can't do it. I get, I get a little vengeful at times. Just a little vengeful. No, I'm so, I so let things go. I am a Scorpio. I'll let, I'll like, I'll bottle it, bottle it, bottle it, bottle it, bottle it, bottle it up. If you fuck me over just enough though, then I'll, I will psychologically fuck you over so badly. You'll just, you won't know what hit you, but I can take a lot. Yeah. Ooh. Right. And you won't, you'll be like, whoa, <laughs> where'd that come from? Not you. I, I know. The, 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 it's the royal you. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> Got any stories though, Maria? Extracted vengeance? Mm, nothing like illegal. Um, I wasn't asking for yeah, you. Yeah, or violent. Yeah, just. Uh, I, um, I'm a very big proponent on this show of people not admitting to crimes on the internet. The I told you my when we we started. I was like, I drank twelve white claws and operated a vehicle <laughs> and got away with it. Allegedly, that happened. It's not my fault. She didn't uh, breathalyze right. me. Yeah. Um, right. It's only a crime if you're charged. Right. N- yeah, it's no, there's no crime there. She didn't, she didn't even charge me for the lights being off. Right. I'm just a negligent idiot driver. <laughs> exactly. So you did not commit a crime on the internet. You're not admitting to a crime on the internet. And the statute of limitations, I'm sure, have passed. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I I highly doubt that South Carolina policewoman was going to look this up and be like, you know what, I do remember her. She pulled a wool over my eyes. Like, it, you're bad at your job then. Uh, no, nothing. I mean, that's more in relationship. Somebody, like, if you. I can put up with a lot. I really can just, like, bottle up a lot. And then eventually in a relationship, too, if I, like, if I put up with so much and just, like, bottle it, bottle it, bottle it, I'm like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. They're like, you're so calm. Where's this coming from? I'm like, I just dealt with you being stupid and leaving the. This here, this beer can, this one beer can here in the corner. Why for the past six months have you done this? And then they're like, you never said anything. I'm like, yes, that's on me. Anyway, I I, I retracted what I said, yeah. At least you only didn't fucking say it. Exactly. There's definitely people who are like, oh, well, you you should have anticipated that. Like, the fuck's wrong with you? I always feel like people should like absolutely be exactly like me because I feel like absolutely rational and these are the, here's the highlights of the situation bullet point the situation and then you go how could you not see this you fucking moron but then I let it go and then but if you I'm working on not bottling that up and saying how I feel sometimes but that's just a relationship thing how's that working for you great with uh, the help of White Claw by uh <laughs> no, not into the help of tequila just yet no, God, no. Thank you, MD. <laughs> Fucking AV, AVM. Thank you, AVM. <laughs> I'm a lot calmer person now. <laughs> uh, it, Is this going good? It's going good, I think. Horrible. Are Absolutely we, the worst. Absolutely the positively. Can we consider each other friends yet or no? Yeah, yeah. I'll ask for your number by the end of it. That's fine. I would give it to you. Oh, good. Because that would make it awkward. Make <laughs> it. Like, uh, you, when you just want to use me for my Dr. Drew connection. Oh, I, 
I hate to break it to you. I live in LA. I have better Dr. Drew connects. I know, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know where I am currently. <laughs> You're in Hollywood. Okay. The- I'm trying to make you a star, damn it. Uh, it, Chrissy just texted me how's the podcast going. Good. <laughs> this is so fun. This is so fun. Thank you for lying to Chrissy so she still shows up on Thursday. She will be here, and then you can get her. She'll tell you the exact same thing about the airport debacle. Well, right I don't want to. I mean, why are we recycling stories? I want new Chrissy stories. That's right, exactly. So that I set that up for her. So you should. So then she'll tell you about the other two times she was viral that in that span of. Uh, of two weeks, but um. Oh, I, I, I'm not going to talk too much about what I'm going to talk to Chrissy about, but there, there's a couple things, you know, <laughs> that I want to chat with Chrissy about. Oh, really? Okay. I don't. I guess don't tell me, but uh. Or- I'll tell you off air, but it's just like, huh, we're going to do a layup for an episode that's going to come out probably two weeks after this one. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, right. Don't do that. Yeah, she, she's she's so good. She'll talk about anything. I mean. Um, good, very uh, it's okay. You don't have to sell me on her. She's coming. She's booked. Yeah. Happy to have her. I absolutely do not. Um, sorry, I'm distracted. I'm trying to text her back. They're probably thinking I'm dead or something. Um, uh, well, please, ahead, please me. confirm that you're not. Proof of life is good. Yes. Um, I'm in the strange man's house at Hollywood. Uh-huh. It's larger than any New York apartment I've ever been in. God, I'm just like. I was a girl from the south. I don't know what happened. All the appliances were new and the booze was flowing. And he had a staff somewhere. He has a staff. I don't know. His his office is filled with boxes and he has so much extra space. I don't know. What could go wrong? (laughs) Judging by the track record of the overall arc of the show, many things. Oh, my God. At least I'm not worried about you punching me in the head, so. Absolutely not. My God. That's only happened once. Um. Oh, yeah, and she has to be up early for, you guys are coming in the morning. Okay. They're coming to collect you at some point? No, I'll probably Uber back. To, I, they're probably wondering, Uh, it's, how long have we been going? How long do you typically do these? I have no uh, rush. I always uh, Two hours, so we're like 15 minutes away from. Rabbit. All right, well, right, I'm going to tell her, well, we're going to probably go another 15 minutes and then done in 15. Then, not that I'm not having a ball. I would say, I told you I never want a good time to end. My streams are eight hours long. I know. I, I feel like if I look away for a second, we're going to end up on one and then just be going. And it's just like, I know. I mean, I mean, you look over, I'll pull the curtain. I'm like, you've been on Keanu Cast this whole time. <laughs> you didn't even properly introduce me. I'm kind of hurt. Wait, wait, I I know I just like see wonderful, and now we go into geeky after dark with <laughs> your whole audience. Like, who the fuck is this Matt Slayer dude that's just been here for two hours? Doesn't even know he's on your show. Uh, that's the real reality show. You're just ambushing people being on your podcast. Should we do a tequila shot to sure. uh, because because it's here and you're such a lovely host? For sure. Let me actually get shot glasses then. Do you like tequila? I. Sure. All right. I will. I will ask a favor at the end of the show. Well, after the end of the show. See that uh, piss yellow liqueur right there? Yes. You know what that is? Malort. Uh huh. It's like a pirate thing. No, it's a Chicago thing. It's a horrible Chicago. I know that I, it's it rings a bell. Malort. It's not good. Yeah. Or could do it. I'll do a baby shot of that. Sure. Well, that what is Malort? It is a Swedish liqueur. That sounds... Te- it is, yeah. It, it's 
CH Chicago, Illinois. Interesting. My lord. I bet if we call my if bet if we call Mickey right now, she would know exactly what that was. Probably. 35 alcohol. Oh yeah, it's not very alcohol. proof. It's just disgusting. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm down. What's I mean, we're not going to do that now because that's bonus content for the Patreon. Oh, perfect. I'm down. You know, I'm a team player here. I, I appreciate that. Absolutely. I, I only make people suffer through, through that that I think we'll have fun with it. If it's a Chicago thing, I was born there. It's on my birth certificate, so it's my God-given right. So, but. You're like, why? Oh, my God. The, their cur- just to give you a heads up, their current motto is when you want to unfriend someone in person. Oh my god! I thought we were having a good time. God damn it! I mean, I don't do one too. It's not like I'm gonna just let you suffer alone. <laughs> All right, cool. That'll be fun. <laughs> let me grab a shot glass for the tequila, though, which All is right, much it. more palatable. We'll do a baby one. It'll be fine. All right, let's do baby ones. All right, no, let's just let's just let's be big. Let's be big people. All right. I I have no help but to be a big person. It's just... <laughs> please. My my laziness has uh, made that a thing. No. Absolutely not. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. I was definitely a much more slender person at one point. <laughs> I did. I meant like big, like, okay, well, let's be brave. But, uh, you know, everybody, you're a, you're a hefty fellow, but it's like, it's in a good way. You're, you're nimble and moving around. It's fine. You have to edit people's podcasts all day. I do. It's more to love. And people, uh, people like a people like a, a thick moment, a dad bod moment. You thank know. you, Leo. Thank you for making that. A, <laughs> that is all Leonardo DiCaprio's marketing right there. Exactly. See, you're a regular Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, so talented. I'm, this is going to. I keep getting snubbed for AVNs, not even Oscars. So AVN. <laughs> Cheers, chin down, my friend. Mm. Yeah, all right. We love it. Also, tequila gives you a little pep. Did you know that? In theory, it is like the healthiest alcohol to drink. That's what I tell myself when I do such a thing. My boyfriend drinks fucking, he's a Jameson guy, and I hate myself for even like taking shots of it now, but I'm like, why? It's fine. Uh, I mean, it is fine. It's sort of addicting. Yeah. Just, I can't drink it at the uh, mass amounts that, uh, he might, you know. What's your poison? I never asked you. I'm a bourbon. Bourbon, bourbon guy. Okay. Tonight we were drinking Elijah Craig, the house wine of it now we drink these days because this 94 proof bourbon is only a $26 bottle. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it's very smooth for 94 proof too. 94 proof? Uh-huh. You're not fucking around. Yeah, you saw how full it was when we started. Wait, Elijah Craig, small batch. Mm-hmm. Is it like a sponsor? I wish. It seemed like you were doing like a sponsor moment. I'm like, oh. Force a habit. I will do sponsor moments, please. Yes, I know. That's why I keep saying, White Claw, sponsor me. Why not? <laughs> God. <laughs> Keeping them in business. I gave them their first billion just from cans alone. That's why you're in a studio in New York. Exactly. It's like you could have a penthouse in the sky. True, I could live in a mansion like you here in L.A., in sunny L.A. <laughs> Could. I could have a wing for Dr. Drew if he wanted to come over, you know. Him and his wife. It'd be I, fine. We, we'll bring you to the podcast wing, Dr. Drew. Yes, please. Welcome. Welcome, Dr. Drew. He could diagnose all your problems. <laughs> he probably is sitting there like, what, what the fuck was wrong with that woman named Keanu? 
name after Point Break. It's so odd. Were you actually named after Point Break? Oh, yeah. Parents are, have an odd sense of humor, don't they? Yeah. Big Keanu Reeves fans. They, born in 92, they were watching Point Break. They're like, LOL. What if we named the baby Keanu? Then they never came up with anything else, and it just stuck. So. At least it's not after Bill and Ted. I know. I could have been, I think of the movies in 92, I could have been like, like I could have been Forrest Gump or something, I guess. Or you could have, it's like Tom Hanks or they couldn't have me Bill Ted. Or Jenny. Jen, Jenny. <laughs> right. You could, could have been the worst woman alive in, worst woman in the history of cinema. No, exactly. Right. So I, I don't mind the name Keanu though. I like it. It was odd as a kid in the South, uh, sort of. But it is a unisex name. That's a uh, common misconception. Oh, shit. It means cool mountain breeze. It's Hawaiian. Yeah. <laughs> Another popular movie in 92, My Cousin Vinny. Okay. Sweet doe-eye little dear. And then bam, your brains are fucking... Oh, that's a great movie. Oh, I could have been... I have a cousin named Vinny, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. I could have been Marissa Tomei. She's still stunning to this Did day. Did that come out in 92? Oh, she what did. a fucking great movie. <laughs> I Googled popular movies in 92 real quick. and Utes. The, excuse me, what? <laughs> the two Utes. <laughs> oh, God, I love that movie. So I would this ridiculous thing for you. <laughs> That movie is phenomenal. I, I love that movie. Obviously, as you can tell. Um, and it's heartwarming. Everything. Oh, God. Also, Reservoir Dogs came out in 92. Also, another favorite movie of mine, actually. That's my favorite Tarantino movie. Really? Yes, it is. Fucking, I'm going to die back here. I know it. Fucking miss. Oh, that's a. I have a joke about. Um, I have a joke about, uh, I call my period Shark Week. That's neither here nor there. But I, when I, the guy turns the lights, and if I call my period Shark Week, that yada, yada, yada. Come see me live at the Pineapple Saloon, blah, blah, blah. But, um, or there may or may not be period blood. Yeah, there might be. And the guy turns on the lights, and I go, like, you know, there's blood everywhere. I was like a fucking Tarantino film. I'm like, it's, uh, there's blood everywhere. There was like an ear on the ground. That's like, uh, that's like a, a nod to Reservoir Dogs, stuck in the middle with you. Yeah, I love that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> I have a Reservoir Dogs poster like on the wall. So I didn't. I didn't even notice. Oh, You're just blinded by all the DVDs. I know. Yeah, I just can't believe that you have that much room for that many things that you could keep on your uh, oh, iPhone. I have like 700 digital movies too. My brother's the same way. Like he wants to have hard copy. It's like people who keep their records. Nowadays, yeah. Honestly, it's a good move because they will just pull that shit from the digital services and not tell you. Mm, that's true. That's very true. It, hmm. I mean, we used to have... I I understand why you do it. You have the room for it in your mansion, so that's nice. Well, no, that's why I have to live here. Is they came first. They came. All those movies came before I moved here. So. Are they all Blu-rays or DVDs? It's mostly DVDs. Yeah. Uh, so you don't even have an apparatus to play them on, probably. Oh, I still do. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have an Xbox 360. Mm. So then you're all good. That's hilarious. Yeah. My brother's the exact same way. It, he's a cinephile, like, through and through. Like, huge horror film fan. Fucking, it's like his entire life. But uh, he wants 
physical copies of it. And I understand that. Well, I definitely have some stuff that you literally cannot find at this point. Yeah. So how many Criterion Collection? Oh, I'm not even talking about Criterion Collection. But how many do you have? A fair amount. A fair amount. I figured it. Speaking of Catherine Bigelow, director of Point Break. Oh, and you have the Hurt Locker thing right there, don't you? I do. But also Strange Days. (laughs) That I have not seen. Oh, my God. You've never seen Strange Days? I've actually never seen Point Break. That's... Kind of fucked up. I'll tell you why. Uh, Strange Days is, is that Catherine Bigelow? Mm-hmm. Ray Fiennes, Juliette Lewis, oh, Tom Julie. Sizemore, and Angela Bassett. Okay. It's a near future. It was came out in 90, 95, 96. It's set in New Year's Eve 99 in like a alternate future LA. And it's mm. kind of a murder mystery. It's one of my favorite. It's definitely got some 90s cheese to it. Uh-huh. But it is honestly one of my favorite movies. And you cannot get it fucking anywhere. Wait, how old are you again? I'm 42. Okay, see, you seem like you're like my age. I'm just, I'm 30. So we're not far off, right? Yeah, no, no. I, but I'm like, just, you're, mentally, you're, yeah. you're remembering the, like, I was born in 92. So it's not that I, so Strange Days, it, did you say Juliet Lewis? Mm-hmm. Okay, What's Eating Gilbert Grape? One of my favorite movies of all time. Natural Born Killers. Oh. Uh, that's another one I I have seen it once, but I I couldn't really tell you exactly what's going on there. But uh, I mean, I've seen it multiple times, and there's still points where I couldn't tell you. You're still not sure. Okay, there's uh, a lot of flashing lights in that movie. <laughs> but the Point Break, I have this like I I felt like when I like was old enough to realize why I was named Keanu in like the movie. I have this anxiety about me. I came up with it in my brain that. If I watched it now and I hadn't seen it before, if I watch Point Break, I will die. So I can't, I have this superstition that I completely fabricated. So just, I just can't watch it. I know it's like a cult classic and it's my namesake because of Keanu. But, but you can watch other Keanu Reeves movies? <laughs> I love Something's Gotta Give. He plays a doctor in it. What What a great actor for what an idiot. To play a doctor, you know, <laughs> I'm teasing, but uh, and yeah, I've seen the Matrix, Matrixes, and uh, I think I saw the fourth John Wick, but <laughs> just jumped in at number four. Okay, I've I've only seen the fourth one. Yes, <laughs> that's wild. Like, Isn't that weird? I know. It's a weird call. It's bizarre. Why didn't anybody else name that? Why didn't I feel like there should have been a Keanu Sans, right? Why didn't everyone name their baby Keanu? Everybody loves him so much. He's so revered. It's just me and him and the gangster cat. That's it. Which he played. Not though the Key and Peele movie. The, the yeah, he played part. the cat. And... Did he? Uh-huh. See, and I saw that in the theater and I had no idea. I did not remember, did not even remember that. Was that his voice? <laughs> yeah, he played the cat. So it's just him and you. The fact that I saw that in the theater and I did not even know that. So it really is him. So it's literally just <laughs> me and Keanu Reeves. That's it. So I why think. haven't you DM slid him? He's such a nice guy. I don't know. What, nice guys can't spend money on OnlyFans? Wait, wait, I don't need his money. I don't, I don't need Keanu Reeves on my OnlyFans. I'd be like, I would just like to pick your brain about being a Keanu your entire life. And I'll- I mean, you could do both. You can do it on OnlyFans. The platform allows for chatting. Well, yeah. OnlyFans is a... First and foremost, I am a comic. A lot of comics have OnlyFans. 
I don't need. I mean, there's whole. There is a whole OnlyFans comedy. I know. (laughs) Fucking Whitney Cummings has a goddamn OnlyFans. You can do. Yeah. They roasted Burt Kreischer on OnlyFans. If my, if you want my opinion on OnlyFans, it would be that uh, it's free money and everyone should have one. You can cook on there if you want to. You can live stream on there. You can uh, talk about Keanu Reeves all day if you want to, as long as you have an audience. That's a. That's like an easy thing. I don't go like hardcore on there. It's more like if you like the chick from the show, podcasts, or uh, whatever you know me from, and you want to see something that's like a touch sexier than her Instagram, pay me this amount a month and you can see that on OnlyFans. But I don't knock the people that go like super hardcore on there. Um, I know. I it's on their content. I need them to. I love it. Exactly. I'm like, God, what power do you have a beautiful vagine? I am here for it. But I wouldn't go and like say, hey, Keanu. I'd sooner be like, hey, Keanu Reeves, we're the only two Keanu's on earth. Would you like to come on my podcast? Maybe I would say that. But, uh, uh, Maybe I'll run into him on the subway. He's apparently such a nice guy that he rides the subway. I don't no, know. like legitimately, I've told this story on air before. Legitimately, that is not just his publicist working. He is like that in real life. I know. Uh, I've, I've heard I've he's like him. an angel. No, I've met him. Yeah. I when I first moved to LA, I worked a bunch of security jobs, and I was the head of security at the theater at the Ace Hotel downtown. Yeah. And we were doing a David Lynch Foundation event, mm-hmm. and first and foremost. He didn't walk the red carpet. He waited in line with the general public. See, this is why. And he's like unassuming. He he is like me. I'm like, no, I don't. I'll do. I'll just stand back. It's fine. Like, please, everyone take some of my soul. I just want to be. It's fine. So he's waiting with the general public. Yep. And that's why everybody finally noticed he's writing this up. They're like, they're making people show me videos, compilations on YouTube, like, Gary's such a nice man. Did you hear? I'm like, he has nothing to do with me. But yes, that's my namesake. Thank you. I've I've heard. Thanks. Hey, at least you weren't named after a douchebag. Exactly. No, I love it. I'm I'm glad it's a Keanu Sons. I mean, <laughs> well, how would you feel if you were named Charlie after Charlie Sheen or some shit? Exactly. Right. So wait. So he was uh, standing in line and yeah, he way with the away. general public yeah. refused any. Per- like sat in the cheap seats for a David Lynch Foundation event. I don't think there were any real actual cheap seats, yeah. but he was in the balcony in the cheap cheap seats. During the intermission, he comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, where do I smoke?" I'm like, "Let me get somebody to take you somewhere where you he smokes too." Mm-hmm. Oh, we should just fall in love. I know. Why? Why didn't I ever think of this before? <laughs> <sighs> I'm sure you. Yeah, your partner is really thrilled to hear you. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he's fine. He knows I love him. <laughs> And I'm like, for my own headaches, as the head of security, I'm like, let me get someone to take you somewhere where you won't be bothered. He's like, no, where do I go smoke? He like flat out refused per- like any additional service. Yeah. Like he was just like, no, I'm here to be a dude. Yeah, I just want to like, I just want to blend in, man. Yeah, like no. I just want to have a cigarette and like the smoking patio at that venue's like in the alley. I love that about him. And he's just like, no, I'm not going to go anywhere special. I'm not going to let you uh, assign a security guard to me. I would be so that way if I had fame and fortune or whatever. I'd just be like, oh, no, cool. I'm cool. I just want to smoke a cigarette. Like, don't, don't, don't trouble yourself. Just let me walk over there. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm cool. Mountain breeze, after all, right? Yeah. Le- yeah. Legitimately, it's just like, oh, 
shit, this this shit's all real. It's not your publicist just doing work. No, I assume my actually my dad, my whole we've come from a long line of. It's gonna be a strange tangent. I'll make it short. My come from a long line of uh, we're we're like a fireworks family. We own pyrotechnics companies. My like uh, grandpa and my dad owns one, but it's on my mom's side. It's like a long time, long term thing. So my my dad's uh, pyrotechnics company did the fireworks for the movie The Lake House, um, which is a Keanu Reeves movie. Uh, and I, I he was like, don't you fucking talk to him or don't you like fucking like he he would my dad's just like the chillest guy too he just doesn't want anybody to be bothered they said keanu's just the nicest man to like fucking fireworks employees like he's like don't fucking ask this man for an autograph or do whatever like please dear god for the for christ's sake but everyone has always just said he's just the nicest human being maybe ever maybe keanu's are like that Maybe they need more of us. <laughs> I, I feel like that might, you know, diminish your power at that point. Like if there's too many of you, like it, I just don't understand why the name didn't blow up. Why did no one else decide to name their, their except for my bizarro parents? Why did no one else decide to name their kid Keanu? Just me and Keanu Reeves, and the gangster cat is actually Keanu. Reeves. <laughs> so it's just the two of you. Just us. Yeah. Alone in the world. It's funny, like, when the... the I didn't... I, I hate to admit this, but I didn't know who you were before, like, the booking request. Notice. You wouldn't. Exactly. Right. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll sit down with that dude. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I sound like? No, and I don't blame you. Um, it uh, I, I don't blame you. We, I'm not, like, a famous person. Right. But uh, the... Uh, I, I did a little due diligence beforehand. You're so. like, okay, get, she seems all right. It's fine. No, geez, you're like, she's a lunatic. I can't wait till she leaves. Anyway. Once but, again, you have not punched me in the head. We're, we're good. No, of course. But Keanu's are not violence. It's cool mountain breeze, you know? like yeah, the, that's, that's just what blew the forest fires around Maui. Exactly. Yes. Is there an alleyway I could smoke in? I don't want any special treatment, please. The fucking, <laughs> the fucking uh, oh God, where was I going with this? Fuck, 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 fuck. Um, mm, motherfuck. I, uh, was, this is, yeah, this is, this is why we drink. Um, no, that's a different podcast. The, uh, that's a true podcast. <laughs> motherfuckers. This is why we drink. The backtrack. Let's backtrack. I have no idea what I was going to say. That Johnny happens Reeves. on the show quite a bit, off, also. Johnny Reeves. Before I came on here, it'll come to me, but uh, see, I've digressed the entire time. I've derailed your entire program. I feel bad. I don't think you have. <laughs> Keanu's just feel that way sometimes, you know? At least 50% of them. Oh, I know. All right. I knew. I knew I needed to buy time. So you said you were like, who's that dude? Sounds fun. Because Keanu Thompson... Uh, sounds like like a very talented, um, uh, maybe African American, uh, black or African American football player, like that has promise. I remember when I walked into my guidance counselor in college the first day. Oh, Joy, her name is Joy. She was the fucking coolest black lady. Uh, uh, 
teacher, most like loving, hilarious, vibrant human being. We ended up being like really great friends. And I knew it because when I walked in there, I was like, hi, I'm Keanu Thompson. She was like, God damn it. I was like, "Uh." she was like, I thought I was going to get a fucking black boy in here. (laughs) And I went, I'm really sorry to disappoint you. She's like, sit the fuck down, Keanu. I was like, oh my God, we're going to be the best friends of all time. So yeah, it sounds like a, it wouldn't shock me if you were like, who the fuck is that dude? All right, cool. Wonderful. That's exactly how it went. Like, <laughs> Chris, Chrissy's uh, producer reached out and was like, hey, would you want to have Keanu toss on? I'm down. He sounds cool. You're like, all right, cool. And I just yeah. was like, oh, shit, I fucked up. And we came up with thousands of companies tonight. We're going to be lifelong friends. I'll introduce you to Dr. Drew. <laughs> Hopefully one day we can be in his industry. Hopefully. <laughs> His industry, you know, telling the teenage moms um, well, he's that it's been, okay. He's technically been at radio longer than I think either one of us have been alive. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's he's fantastic at what he does. How did I become the fucking biggest Dr. Drew fan of all time? I met him one, once. One encounter with him. All it takes is five minutes and then lifelong. The cult of Drew. <laughs> oh, Dr. Druseldorf, I love you. Great, wonderful. Sixty-five. <laughs> uh, wow. I know. That's what I'm saying. He fucking looks great. <laughs> yeah, he legitimately started in radio in 1984. Oh yeah, exactly. No. Like that's not older than me, but not by much. I just take. I just go where Chrissy like takes me, and then I'm like, I didn't expect to meet Dr. Drew today. <laughs> And then I wasn't like, I haven't really thought about Dr. Drew in a while, but I'm like, he's really good at what he does. My God, what a charming man. <laughs> I'm cracking up because. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just sad you didn't get the digits. I'm just saying. I don't get asking for his number being appropriate. I just, I, I appreciated that he was so charming and like, you know, really wanted to understand what our outfits were on the, on the airplane debacle. Adam Carolla, also very lovely human being. Jesus, God. It was just a, it's been a whirlwind and we're jet lagged. <laughs> and then you ended up here. Oh. And I'm having the best time ever. And you ply me with white claw? My I, God. I provided. I did not ply. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. I, I retract that. You provided white claw? Exactly. It's a self-service show. I made it very clear. Like, no, no, the alcohol's in front of you. Whatever you do with it. Like, here, drink the claw. Like, It's like, no, no, no. I will present, and whatever you do with it, you do with it. Uh, Right. Yes, here. Here it is. Wonderful. Huh. This is so fun. Jesus. But honestly, Keanu, it's about that time. We're going to call the last call on this motherfucker. We're going to get you out of here. Let's last call it. My friends are probably just like, have you been kidnapped? Um, I apologize. I said, no, Chrissy, we're having the best time. I said, we're wrapping it up. Don't you worry. This truly has been so much fun. And let me ask you on air so you can't say no. Will you please grace uh, Keanu Cast with your presence? No. Why? You will be our guest? the dickish thing to say at the moment. Yeah, I'll do it. Oh, okay. Hey. (laughs) All right. Uh, also, I'm going to be like, 
tell your mom I'm going to get her drunk if I don't meet her on the podcast first. She'll be drunk far before that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just, and it's, you can do it from LA. We just stream. We'll stream you right in. It'll. Oh, be I know. Fun. I'm I'm set up for streaming. Don't worry. Oh, love it. See, yes, you have plenty of space here. Oh no, no I have mansion. a green screen set up in my room. Like. That's perfect. You just put a, a photo of like uh, Michaeline's face, Mickey's face uh, on the green screen and be like, hello, here we are. Like, fucking, it'll be so much fun. I, I promise I'll be off. better behaved than the last New York podcast I streamed into. So you don't have to behave. It is oh, no, live, no. but. uh. So what was this? Like at least a year ago at this point, there's some dude out in LA or out in New York uh, named Michael Gavin Ali. Oh my God. Of course I know Michael Gavin Ali. He's been on Keanu Cast and absolutely autistic, but um, I, I think he's trying to mean well. What did you do to him, though? And 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 you can't, there's no wrong answer because. Oh, I mean, there's, so I didn't really research the show. Like, I fucked up and I didn't really research the show except till 24 hours out. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a menace to society. So once I researched it, I'm like, oh, shit, I, well, I'm not going to back out because I agreed to be here. And before we get on air, when we were talking on Zoom and whatnot. He's like a whack packer, basically, for like Chrissy, honestly. that So he did he like ask you to come on his show? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. The, the porn connections and all that fun shit. So. Oh, of course. Yeah. So once like. Yeah, I talked to him and his producer, and they're like, okay, Michael's going to do a little bit, then he's going to introduce you. And they're gonna... I'm like, cool. I have this curtain graphic I could put over my camera. I'll open it when you guys introduce me. So I close the curtain so they can't see me. I throw off the bathrobe I was wearing. I'm wearing a full-body green screen suit. <gasps> I throw on a LCD mask. You were just doing like, you're like, this will be funny. He loves the porn thing. Yeah. I was just a floating head for his whole fucking... It's perfect. And he had a, an issue. It just distracted him too well, much. I didn't warn him. The curtain just opens and he just, you can tell from, I'll show you the couple when we get off air, but you can tell from what he, after he introduced me to the curtain notes, he's just like, ah. Uh. He's just too stupid to like, he's not stupid. Excuse me. He's just, that would absolutely throw Michael Gavin Ali, right? You did nothing wrong. Oh, no, I, I know if, I didn't. If you showed up on my podcast and I just asked you to come on and I had reason, you showed up like that, I would, I would, this is great. I love this. Oh, yeah. He's I, like, oh, no, well. He was a little, I was a little trollish at, at points because. That's hilarious. That's what you're supposed to do with Michael Gavin Ali is troll him. That That's the point of him. Yeah. There were points where he was legitimately asking, asking me about specific porn scenes that I had nothing to do with. Right, because you're... Oh, God. This... Write it down. If you have an Alexa, make a note. Uh, Ask Chrissy about this. She will love this. Yeah. We have cameras. I know. Microphones. Okay. Alexa slash camera. Make a note. Uh, Ask Chrissy about Michael Gavinali and her involvement with him and the trials and tribulations with... Michael Gavin Ali and uh, his uh, interference with anything that she does having to do with porn people and uh, his just, the, the, he is absolutely no scruples. It's not his fault. He has worth and he's fine, but you did nothing wrong. Oh, no. I, I do you think I have any remorse? Like, I definitely posted clips of it. Hilarious. Oh, I, the- I can't believe I didn't find that. 
Oh, it, it, well, you can't see my face. I'm a floating head with a mask. That's amazing. And I also. Oh, so maybe I have seen it. <laughs> and legitimately, at one point where he just kept asking me about porn scenes, I just went, dude, you really want to know about my masturbation habits quite a bit, don't you? And that probably just went, he went like, well, um, uh, yeah, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I was just like, so what are you jerking off to? What are you going to do? Like, <laughs> you did far less than other people that, like, he and he's perfectly fine. He's probably like, that was a great interview. I promise you, he's completely fine if I know, if I know MJ. I, I call him Machine Gun Ali. <laughs> I, uh, that is my nickname, Machine Gun Ali, and it's, it's catching on because, uh, he's, he loves it. Any sort of attention, he loves the porn industry. You were, you were probably perfectly fine. So. Oh no, I'm not worried about it. I have I know. no remorse. remorse. None. <laughs> I had no remorse in the moment. But that I, is so funny. I, I encouraged a lot of my Twitch community to come tune in live for it, and they were just dying. They're like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah, some of them were like, some of them knew it was coming because I needed to do screen tests to make sure the, the floating head thing worked. So please come on Keanu Cast and do the same. No. Just be a floating head. It'll be so funny. No, because for your show, I actually want to promote that I'm there. Oh, right. Okay. That makes sense. Not like... <laughs> <laughs> Not like... Oh, God, I'm about to get asked a bunch of weird porn questions. Anyway, we'll do like a, okay, then for Kiki after dark, you'll you'll do the green screen bit, and then yeah. and I will keep you there for eight hours. No, I won't, but maybe. Oh, I'll be real drunk by the maybe end. Maybe six. Real drunk. Wonderful. We'll play, you know. <laughs> It'll be great. This has been so much goddamn fun. Oh, That's my God. Last. Yeah, before you get out of here, though, <laughs> tell them where they can find you on the things. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Keanu C. Thompson, everywhere. Basically, if you look on my Instagram, it has a link to everything. Keanu C. Thompson, follow on YouTube. It's live Wednesdays uh, uh, at 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Uh, it's also Keanu C. Thompson, follow Keanu Cast. So, um, and then Twitter, Instagram, uh, OnlyFans, Keanu C. Thompson, everywhere. Um, you can find my dates. On my Instagram, I will be, this won't come out by then, but I have a lot of road gigs coming up. I'm here for the week in LA. Um, and then I think the next place I am is somewhere like, again, like I said, I'm not a cartographer. When they bring me somewhere in upstate New York, I'm not exactly sure where, but again, Keanu C. Thompson, just follow me on Instagram and you will find everything there. Click the link, OnlyFans. YouTube, Twitter, uh, that is where you can find me. Hell yeah. We love it. And thank you for having me. My pleasure. So much fun. Absolute blast. Whenever you're back in LA, we'll do it again. I can't wait. Let me know when I can come on Keanu Cast and Absolutely. Please come on. And well, where uh will you so can we make the office into my wing of your mansion? I'm moving in. I well. Think about it. I need someone else to pay rent. Sure. <laughs> you just you don't want the second bedroom, and you just want the fucking office done. I know. I'm gonna be fine. You won't even notice me. I'll be like, leave me be. You're like, I won't notice it until you use my podcast equipment to do your podcast. I know. Like, Cast will be live from here in this studio now. Yeah, Keanu's like. Oh, yeah, I figured all the podcast studio was it part of the rent. Exactly, I move it. Yes, exactly. I'm moving in, and uh, I expect, you know, to use all of your equipment if I bring Dr. Drew over. Well, deal. 
Okay, Deal perfect. On that. Cool. But we'll work on it. Until yeah. next week, drink up, motherfuckers. Yee! <laughs>